And a big good afternoon to you. Welcome to the game. T-Town Tide at 100.9. Tide109.com. And remember to download the Tide 100.9 app. We're available there. You can listen to all of our shows. Morning, 6 a.m. with Martin Houston, Wimp, and Barry inside the locker room, 7 until 9. 9 until 11, the Gary Harris Show. WVUA Sports Director and our very own Gary Harris from 9 until 11. 11 until noon. Miller's Edge, Christian and Corey Miller. There's a lot of championship trophies between those two guys. When you look at the University of Alabama, and then uh, obviously South Carolina with uh, Corey and then the National Football League. A lot of hardware, right? Uh, a lot of rings. Uh, Miller's Edge from 12, uh, 11 until noon. 12 until 2, big noon sports. And they just finished up a big conversation with Tim Brando. It didn't agree with a lot of that, but he came on and defended himself. Um, when I look at Tim Brando, and I, I thought Lars nailed it right there at the end. He said, uh, you know, there's been a lot of people make a lot of money off the University of Alabama and to uh, to irritate and to get the Alabama group fired up. And he pointed out Clay Travis. And really, you think about it, uh, the initial start, because Clay Travis was a Tennessee guy. Uh, Tim Brando, LSU guy, right? LSU guy. It, it, it is. I like Tim. Uh, I think when you talk about a respected broadcaster, me in the business, you look up to those, especially those who love college athletics the way that we love college athletics. I mean, Tim was one of those that talked it when it wasn't very cool. I disagree with his opinion. When you look at this college football committee, I do agree that transparency is needed. When I think about transparency, I think it's one of the things that we asked Heather Dennis last week, last Tuesday, when we asked her, what could college football playoff committee do to help us appreciate them and to understand transparency, right? To be able to go back and understand, okay, hey, this is what it works. But I also think that you let some of the other things cloud your judgment when you dislike the University of Alabama. And how do I know? Because I've went up against, not me, but my teams have went up against teams that have just roadblocked different sports. You want to talk about the Yankees as a Braves fan. How many times have they been there to kind of block out, block the Atlanta Braves? If you want to talk about pro team, you, you, you begin to think about the dynasty of New England. And I get it. Alabama has bored the rest of you guys as we are engaged and we are excited and we're pumped up and we're ready to, you know, go knock out the Michigan Wolverines. The rest of the college football world is disappointed. I get it. I understand. So deep down inside, if I put Tim on a polygraph machine and I said, are you more upset that Florida State got left out or are you more upset that Alabama is going to go win a national title? That machine would go and, and we could say, okay, you, you're not telling the truth. It is deeper about the University of Alabama because a lot of these people see what's going to happen. They also think that there's favoritism against the University of Alabama and Nick Saban. We went through the CBS data points yesterday. We went through the, the streaming numbers. Alabama brings ratings. You hate it. You dislike it. Don't ever forget. Things are about money. you got to chase the dollar bill. you got to chase the dollar bill. Alabama brings the eyeballs. We're going to talk with Josh from College Football Nerds coming up in just a couple of minutes. 
Josh is a guy that called out Danny Cannell on the Twitter side of things. Danny did respond, and he responded with facts. So Josh is going to join us coming up at 2.15. It's been a guy that's been on the, the committee quite a bit. I'll ask him what he thought about the committee, and we'll ask him about Florida State. We'll ask him about, you know, you think about the turning point of this Alabama season and what where does Alabama stack up. Don't miss Josh. Even if you only listen to 15 minutes of our show today, if you say all I'm going to be able to give you guys is 15 minutes, well, listen between 2:15 and three. Excuse me, between 2:15 and three 2:30, we'll feature Aaron Torres at three o'clock. We'll take Warren following uh, our conversation there with Josh from College Football News. So we'll take Josh at 2:15 until about 2:30. Then we'll take phone calls from 2:30 until three. We'll talk to Aaron Torres, Fox Sports, which we have a relationship with Fox Sports. As you listen to our station. Fox Sports Radio, Aaron Torres is going to join us coming up at 3 o'clock, and we're going to take more phone calls. Uh, we're also going to debate today because it is the presidential debate here in Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa is hosting. I mean, this town is buzzing, the energy. Alabama just won the SEC. Alabama's in the playoffs. We have the Super 7 here in Tuscaloosa at Bryant Diddy Stadium with all the high school games. So you've got that going on on campus. Inside the Moody Music Building, which I, I guess I never had a class. No, I didn't. I did. I, I took intro to music in there, I guess. Uh, intro to listening. Uh, was it intro to listening? That's what it's called now. Uh, or maybe it was different then. Well, this, this has been probably 25 years ago. So it's, uh, yeah, so it was, it was like a freshman class. But I went in and I, I guess I wanted to appreciate music and uh, I, uh, and now look at him. Doesn't know any music. No, I mean, I, I just took it as elective, man. It's kind of oh, like intro to theater. Nothing. I had no interest in theater whatsoever, but it's a requirement. I think it's, what is it listed under humanities? I think it's the part of the core curric- curriculum. Fine arts, actually. Is it fine arts? Okay. So I had to take uh, a couple of those. Anyway, so uh, you, you look at Moody Music, uh, presidential debate in the word Tuscaloosa, I uh, didn't know if there was any folks out there protesting. I assume that, you know, they will probably be at some point. Have you seen any photos? Because, I mean, they they protest if, you know, anything. So, uh, anyway. I, I, Protests I wanna, are fun. They can be. Can uh, be. I think they – if it's American right. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm very appreciative of those who have given us that freedom and liberty to do that. I also think that you can be destructive and you can go burn down buildings and tear down street signs and stuff like that. If you protest and you voice, then that's one thing. But, uh, we've, we've allowed protests to become violent and, uh, destructive and, and things of that sort. So, uh. Well, Moody's already, uh, had a fire scare. So hopefully they don't have another one. Okay. So we're going to keep our eye on that. So what we're going to debate today is, we're going to debate, since it's a debate type of mentality, what we're going to do today is we're going to debate if Auburn should cancel football. I mean, I think it should be a debate. I think we should debate. I mean, they're not very good at it. It's a drain on the economy, right? I mean, a state taxpayer in the state of Alabama, our tax dollars go down there. So I, I'm just going to debate if they should cancel um, their football program. So, I mean, if anybody wants to make any arguments over that, I'm just kidding, pulling your leg. But uh, I had lunch today with Santa Claus. Um, I don't know if you guys I'll, – I'll post that on Twitter and Facebook coming up in a couple of minutes. But I had lunch with uh, Santa Claus today. No, I'm not kidding. I promise. Uh, I did. I had lunch today with Santa Claus. Ho, 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 ho. Sure did. Sure did. And uh, I found out some of you guys have not done as well as you think you've done. So – some oh, no. of you guys made the list. Some of you guys did not make the list. That you, you got time, though. You got time. You got 20 days. You've got 20 days to flip the script here. 
Uh, well, actually, 19. 19. So you got 19 uh, for, like, Auburn math there. But uh, I guess I'm a day early or a day behind, either way. But I did. So we're going we're gonna to watch it. And uh, like I said, you st- still got some time uh, there. So enjoyed uh, lunch with Santa Claus at Southern Ale House. So uh, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. I'm getting a lot of looks. No, I promise you, I did. I had lunch today with Santa Claus. I don't believe you. Okay. I think you're lying. Well, you're going you're to show up on the night. You list. talk. I'll show you the photo. You ready? Ready. Ooh, okay. So there's Santa Claus right over there. And uh, hey, that's Ryan Fowler in the picture. Okay. Okay. I'm proven wrong. And there it is. Santa Claus, Southern Ale House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Uh no doubt, no doubt. So, uh, like I said, some of you guys made the cut. Some of you guys got some work to do, and you got 19 days to do it. So, uh, kids out there, if you're listening, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to flip the script a little bit. Gonna have to clean up your room. Gonna have to do the laundry, do the dishes. I mean, you, you got to make good for what you know went wrong for the first 340 days. So, you got to flip the script. You got time. Keep doing what you're doing, but you got to flip the script a little bit. Uh, there we go, parents. Uh, my GoFundMe account is, uh, I don't even have one, but it just find me there. I mean, I, you owe me 20 bucks. Thanks so much. So uh, clean the room, take care of all those things, wash dishes, take the dog for a walk, whatever. What do kids do? What, what are their chores nowadays? I mean, mine was a little different uh, back in the day. but uh, Wash dishes. Um, I hated that part. Really? Like, I, I'll, I'll load the dishwasher. I do laundry, but I don't do folding. Folding is the worst. Yes. I mean, I can gather the clothes from the house, put it in the washer, put it in the dryer, and then we have this gigantic table uh, that is not really designed for laundry, but it's it's where I put the laundry. Yeah. And then as my wife comes behind and uh, she's the dishwasher in the family. I, I don't, don't I don't mind washing dishes. I don't mind. I, I don't. I, I'd rather wash dishes and fold clothes. Yeah. Uh, I don't like dusting, though. Dusting is fine. Dusting is fine, and I'll sweep. Um, Sweeping's okay. We have one of those brooms that you push. We have all wood floors throughout yeah. that. We don't have any carpet. So you don't so, have to vacuum. No, no, no. We don't, I don't guess we own a vacuum. Um, so well, we have like a shop vac. But um, we have – you remember the old gym floors, the dust mop that yeah, you like push? Yeah, like the big wide the ones. The big wide ones. That's yeah. what I do. I, I literally Ooh. go around the house, and I – boom, there it is. That's, that's, so sweeping, no problem. Um the yard works fine. I just don't fold clothes. That's that's my Calling, weakness. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Josh from College Football Nerds. He does a lot of chores. CollegeFootballNerds.com, CFB Nerds, and then Aaron Torres and Warren's going to lead us out at the first or the top of the hour. A lot of reaction, I know, for Tim Bryant. What do you think about Tim? I mean, he, he's a nice guy, but uh, I think he's wrong. I think he's on the wrong side of this argument. I, and I think it's deeper than just Florida State. Come on. You think these guys give a darn about Florida State? Come on, people. No, it's about Alabama. It is Just about hate in Alabama. The heart. Hate in their hearts. It is. It is Nick Saban and that thirty-one yard pass against Auburn. It angered some folks. Danny Cannell, you check that box. Tim Brando, you check that box. Booger McFarlane, you check that box. Whoever else, we're going to debate. We're going to have some fun today. Let's do it. Tuscaloosa Toyota powers the program each and every day, 3325 Skyland Boulevard, and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. The all-new 2024 Grand Highlander. You could see that online. You could also see that Tuscaloosa Toyota Skyland Boulevard. Also, some great interest specials happening right now on many different models, including the Camry and the Corolla, and you could see those online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tuscaloosa Toyota Lifetime Powertrain Warranty. On all new Toyotas and also most pre-owned inventory, it is Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. We'll continue with more of the game 
T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. The University of Alabama preparing to host News Nation's Republican primary debate in the Moody Music Building later this evening. It kicks off at 7 o'clock. And DeSantis and Ramaswamy will remain in the Druid City overnight and head to Brick and Spoon Restaurant in Timerson Square for a segment on Fox and Friends. Also, we're closely monitoring a potential weather system that could bring severe weather to our area Saturday night into Sunday morning. Get the details now by tapping our free app. The latest local news in Tuscaloosa. Alabama sports updates. And severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Spoiled supermarket meat. BBQ.com. Dreamland Barbecue. Since 1958, Coach Brown arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party, you can do it at either location. You can also order online, carry out, curbside pickup, delivery are now available. It is DreamlandBBQ.com. We do our score prediction every Every Tuesday and Wednesday, made possible by Dreamland. That wonderful hickory smoke barbecue ribs. How about the Big Daddy barbecue sandwich? Those wings are underrated. They're one of the best in town. You'll find them there. How about those barbecue baked potatoes? Absolutely. Either location in our immediate area, Tuscaloosa and the original location there off Jug Factory Road, downtown Northport, Dreamland. Ain't nothing like them nowhere. Jim. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny but cool afternoon, the high today 53. A breeze likely tonight, clear with the low at 30. Tomorrow is sunny day, the high 59. And Friday, the warming trend continues, the sky partially sunny, the high Friday 65. I'm James Spam on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 54 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best breakdown of Alabama football in the state. The game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. To a college football nerd, Josh from collegefootballnerds.com, collegefootballnerds.com, CFB Nerds on the Twitter account. Josh, I hope you're having an amazing afternoon. Welcome into Tuscaloosa, a very busy town today. Uh, thanks for having me, Ryan. I, I got to admit, I feel a little targeted with that pre-roll music, but uh, happy to be on. <laughs> Just a coincidence. Yeah, Noah. Noah picked that one. Noah picked that one. He said, "Hey, do you uh, you want me to play this? Can you play this?" And uh, I said, "Sure, sure." My my policy with music, I say, play anything clean, and uh, Josh did. So uh, uh, I say, Josh, uh, Noah, Noah uh, played some. Uh, and and we've been kind of getting in. I mean, we've we've been doing a lot of crying and a lot of different things to tick off these people uh, that have been crying. And you've been uh, handing out knockout punches. I called you out yesterday. I said uh, Josh is out here knocking out Danny Canale and many others uh, with facts, with facts, not Mike Tyson right hand with facts. You've done it. Uh, give me your reaction. We had a live show on Saturday night end of the night where we were starting to walk through the different playoff scenarios. And at that point, 
it was about halfway through the Florida State game. It seemed pretty obvious that they they had a good shot at winning. Um, and by the end of that show, in walking through the rankings, we actually came out exactly the way the committee did. And it really just boils down to the fact that Florida State, I do not believe, would have been competitive in the playoff field with the other teams. And I know, Ryan, you and I have talked about this off and on for weeks now about whether or not Alabama would be left out. And as of a few weeks ago, I know it was a bigger point of conversation. Both of us said there was a good chance of it. I think people need to understand, before Jordan Travis got hurt, the odds of Alabama getting into this playoff weren't great. Uh, And you always need a little bit of help the moment you take a loss. But the harsh reality for Florida State is that Jordan Travis' injury really did just render that Florida State offense infinite. Um, If you look at their last two games against Florida and uh, Louisville, and you were to take their offensive output in that and you were to just average it over the entire year, they would have been 133rd out of 133 teams in total offense. So, I mean, it's not just enough to say that they were struggling. I mean, they were struggling to an incredibly poor degree. That was a worse offense than Iowa's statistically the last few weeks since Travis went down. And that really sealed it. Uh, frankly, I think if Travis doesn't go down, I think you probably do have Florida State in. Um, but the last factoid I'll put on that whole issue is uh, if you go back and look at the BCS formula, right? It still exists. You can still pull it up and see what they would rank. This is the first year that BCS does not give the same Final Four as the playoff. But the reason you don't hear media talking about that is it actually has Alabama three, and it has Florida State four and Texas out. And I think there's there's this big obsession with talking about Alabama versus Florida State because Alabama happened to be four and Florida State happened to be five. But the truth is Texas' resume really isn't as good as Alabama's other than having the head-to-head. And I think the committee was doing a lot of gymnastics to justify keeping Texas ahead of Alabama due to the head-to-head. And that was probably as much to do with why Florida State was left out as anything else because I think, you know, ironically, if – you know, situations were different, and it was just Alabama and Texas in the fourth slot, or, or let's say it was Texas, um, Texas and Florida State, because right, because if Georgia had actually beaten Alabama, they'd be one, uh, Michigan would be two, Washington would be three, and now we have this conversation about Texas, Florida State, and Alabama. I don't actually think they put Texas in over Florida State in that scenario, as, as little sense as that makes. Uh, but I think they wanted to keep Texas ahead of Alabama. But you can't justify Florida State ahead of Alabama, so they put Texas and Alabama both in. So do you think, and, and I've said this a couple times, do you think Alabama drugged Texas in to the playoffs? Uh, I actually kind of do. <laughs> okay. I, I, I really do. I, I don't know I don't know that their resume necessarily warranted it outside of, uh, outside of that head-to-head win with Alabama in view of everything else. And another thing I'll note, Oklahoma State was a statement win for them in the conference championship game in a lot of people's minds. But frankly, I think Oklahoma State was really badly overranked. Uh, they were the one team in the Big 12 that caught all four of the former G5 teams, you know, BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, Houston. Those four teams went 4-22 and 22 versus the rest of their conference. Oklahoma State actually got blown out by UCF a few weeks ago, 45-3, to three, I believe. And in our metrics, Oklahoma State is 117th in the country in pass defense. Um, so when you really looked on their resume, getting blown out by South Alabama, Oklahoma State, I think, was just sort of the beneficiary of 
what was a really lopsided schedule. And I think that that's something to keep in mind, I think, for future years with all this big expansion. People, I don't think, have processed how uneven schedules can now be within the same conference because you might play half the teams in your conference, and it's just like the Big 12. It's no longer division and division. It's just total total randomness. Um, and that Oklahoma State win over Oklahoma was a bit of a fluke, I think. And because of the rest of the schedule, it meant Oklahoma couldn't ever, you know, couldn't really ever get ahead of them in the win-loss column. But that one game, I think, justified in the committee's mind and a lot of people's minds putting Texas forward. I think it might have been a touch of a mirage. Um, and I say that knowing Texas was without their starting quarterback for a while, and that influences a lot of what Texas did this year. But uh, I, I definitely think Texas is just quietly sneaking in there in that three slot as a team that if you actually held them up to scrutiny the way people are doing Alabama – I think there are a lot more issues with them and three than there is with Alabama at four. Do you think it's – I don't ever want to call people fake, but disingenuous, whatever word you want to use, I guess they mean the same. But these fake outcries, right, it, it, do, do they really take up for Florida State? Is this really uh, truly taken up for them? Like what are these folks doing? I mean because it's just – they're almost making themselves look like a fool. I think there's a lot of defending your brand on principle. And look, every fan base is going to do that. Uh, you mentioned earlier we had a tweet about Danny Cannell. Really, it was, I say tweet, it was a quote tweet with Danny Cannell because he put out a video complaining about how unjust it was and there's no way they would ever leave an undefeated team. It's funny to me, right, when Florida State uh, got left out, they immediately put out the statement that in the 25 years of the BCS and the playoffs, no undefeated Power 5 champion has ever been laid out, let out. Uh, I think 2004 Auburn, who was an undefeated P5 champion, has a small word <laughs> with that. Uh, but in the same way, Danny Cannell's video, you know, we responded and noted, you know, Danny Cannell has a national championship ring from 1993 at Florida State. Florida State had lost a head-to-head to Notre Dame that year, uh, had the same record as Notre Dame, but were ranked ahead of them number two. West Virginia was undefeated in the regular season, but the uh, the Orange Bowl had number one as a lock and got their choice at number two, so they ended up being able to make it a national title game, and they chose Florida State over undefeated West Virginia. So, like you said, it, there's a little bit of hypocrisy, I think, with everybody because everything he's complaining about being so unfair and unjust is almost exactly what happened to Florida State in his national title year. Uh, and Charlie Ward was actually the quarterback at that point in time, but he still has the rings, part of the team. Um you know, I, I get why everybody's upset, and, and let me be clear. I, I do think Florida State, you know, got shafted by the system. But the question is, who's the one that did the damage? Was it the com- people in the committee? Was it Alabama, or was it the system? And I think the answer is it is the system. I think the committee made the right choice to pick the top, the best four teams. I don't think Alabama did anything other than what they were supposed to do to beat Georgia. And so, you know, the last part is, you know, is the system itself flawed? Now, we've always been really opposed to a 12-team playoff. I don't think it's going to be overly competitive. I hate that you're going to have two or three lost Alabama teams and Oklahoma teams get in there. You know, it, it kind of gives everybody an absolute mulligan. We'll take away the interest, make the kick six, becomes a completely pointless play. Um, but we've always, always lobbied for a actually a 16 playoff on our channel, even though we've been known as one of the biggest opponents of expansion, because you can't have five five power five conferences in four slots there is always the chance that everybody was going to go undefeated uh and that's what we've run into here so 
Um, I think there's a lot of hypocrisy. There's a lot of anger, but I also think a lot of it is sort of misdirected because I don't think the committee made a bad decision. I think we just finally got presented with a scenario where we had four slots and really for the first time in the playoff area, you had more than four teams that had a deserving resume to get in. Um, you know, there's not, this isn't a 2017 Alabama scenario where you have a team that didn't play in the conference championship game that gets in, um, this is a scenario where you have an actual SEC conference champion with a win over the number one team in the country. They're only lost to the number three team in the country. It, it gets really hard to justify anybody being left out. So somebody in this system is, is going to be, you know, catch the bad end of the stick. But that's, you know, that's always going to happen. If it's 12 teams, it'll happen in 12 and 13. Four, it'll happen four, five, 16 playoffs, happen at six and seven. Uh, it's just, I think this system was never designed well for the number of conferences that are in existence. Josh, I, w- I want to talk about the playoffs, and I want to also go back to Georgia because I want to I want to hear your thoughts about Alabama's victory uh, over the Dogs in Atlanta. Um, I, I know we don't have time to completely break this down. We're going to invite people to go to your website, your YouTube channel, collegefootballnerds.com. If you want to connect with Josh and his team, CFB Nerds on the Twitter account. When you look at this Alabama Georgia game, what sticks out about this matchup, and what was Alabama able to do that that led to the success? I think consistency from Alabama was the most important thing. And defensively, I think they played maybe their best game of the year. Georgia's a really good offense. And people don't want to necessarily admit that because they're more old school, but they are. In most statistical metrics, they're top 10, top 15 offense. Probably, honestly, better than that. They were top five the last couple of years. Um, and Alabama held them you know, to well below their averages almost across the board. And so I think anything you say about that game and how it went has to start with the fact that Georgia did not score many points, did not have many opportunities uh, to score. Um, the lowest yard per play total that Georgia had at any point this year uh, in the Alabama game, half yard worse than they had versus Missouri and South Carolina games where they struggled a little bit offensively. And that gave Alabama opportunities. And then when Alabama was on offense, frankly, I didn't think they were necessarily so consistent. And if you look at yard per pass attempt, Carson Beck actually ended up with a higher average than Jalen Milrow on the game. But the difference is when they had some opportunities, they hit them, right? You know, two passing touchdowns versus zero. Even though Beck has a higher quarterback rating, that two touchdown differential is is kind of the thing that matters because what it shows up on the scoreboard. And so the you know, the ability to put together some explosive drives and Georgia's inability to be explosive was important. And I think a lot of that comes down to something we talked about very briefly. Um, we ran out of time in the preview, and I know Josh Pate brought up this issue because the two of us had been talking about it a good bit. Georgia was dead last of all Alabama's P5 opponents in sacks, which is kind of crazy to be playing an elite team that has that stat. But they were the worst Power 5 opponent Alabama's played all year in sacks statistically. And I think that showed up. Uh, Alabama's had some issues at left tackle with speed rushers. Georgia does not have a first and second down speed rusher. They've got some guys they can put in third and long that are small, twitchy guys, but they're undersized, like Rashawn Evans at Alabama early in his career, who was really an inside linebacker. That's what they do. And because Alabama could kind of keep the sticks moving forward, they had to keep their bigger guys on the field, and they just couldn't really pressure the quarterback very well in that game. And that let Alabama be a lot more comfortable. And I know um, uh, Pro Football Focus actually said that Caden Proctor was their highest-graded offensive lineman of any conference championship game on Saturday. And to a certain degree, I think that talks about 
how much Proctor's improved his alignment and how much that offense has improved. But I also do think to a certain degree that reflects the fact that Proctor didn't really have to deal with a lot of speed rushers in that game. And if you try to deal with Alabama's offensive line, power on power, I mean, that's the biggest offensive line maybe in college football history. They've struggled with speed, but you don't want to attack them with power. And in Georgia, Georgia was just a bad matchup. And I think everything else and how well Alabama played and all the places they've improved. And I think the schedule helped them learn a lot of things and improve in ways that Georgia's schedule, which was weaker, probably didn't. I think that all compounded to give Alabama the win. Josh, let's look ahead to the college football playoffs. When you and I don't want to go, maybe we can get a little deeper if we're able to do something next week. And uh, have you had a chance to to break down Michigan? Uh, can we ask some some questions of maybe where do you see Alabama's got the advantage over this football team? Yeah, sure. We can talk about it a little bit, and I may actually be out of pocket next week, so okay. let's let's jump into it. Okay. Uh, Michigan. I mean, they're favored in this game currently, I think, for a reason. They're a very good football team. They run the ball extremely well. Alabama, even in the Georgia game, held the run down, but they haven't been able to completely, utterly shut down somebody from running the football. Uh, and the thing that really stands out is some of the areas I just talked about with Georgia that have been problems are, are not necessarily weaknesses for Michigan. Uh, Harrell and Josiah Stewart on the edge are two really good edge presences for Michigan. Those are the kinds of guys that have given Alabama trouble, and it happened to be the one position where Georgia doesn't really have good talent right now or developed talent. And so it's a bit of a better matchup for Michigan defensively versus Alabama than potentially Georgia was. Uh, Offensively, Michigan is much more effective and efficient than I think people give them credit for. Uh, In recent weeks, I think they've struggled a little bit due to a variety of reasons. Uh, Roman Wilson was banged up at receiver. He's really their one guy that I think is, for someone like Alabama is a real threat. Um, and, you know, I, I think they've had some issues due to injuries. The offensive line will be interested to see how that pans out. But in terms of, you know, offensive rankings, so Fromo has something called the FEI rating. Georgia's third in the country, Michigan's fifth. I mean, it's a very similar offense, equally uh, scary in terms of their ability to move the football. I, Georgia's better in some ways. I think Michigan is better in some ways. Um, yeah. But the difference, I think, is maybe Michigan's defense matches up a little better. Now, I'm going to have to really dig in here because when you talk about all these metrics and advanced stats, and this is being being a nerd now, metrics and advanced stats are always going to be relative to the teams you play. And mathematically, we try to do a lot of things to control for that in terms of external data points. But when none of the big top teams play any of the other big top teams in another conference, it's virtually impossible for us to gauge what is dominating in the Big Ten mean relative to winning by a smaller margin against what we are pretty sure are better teams in the SEC. And so Michigan, uh, a lot of a lot of things have Michigan, Ohio State, and sometimes Penn State, top three or top five. I think they're all top three in the FBI, three of the top five in FBI. But to a certain degree, it's because these metrics are much better at telling you relative strength within a conference than they ever are about telling you how one team in a conference compares to a team in a different conference. And so I think that speaks more to how much better Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State were to the rest of the Big Ten in terms of the fact that they were further away than anyone in the SEC was relative to the SEC. But it doesn't necessarily work comparing Big Ten to Georgia, Georgia or Alabama or anybody else in the SEC. And so it's, um, you know, it, it's just tough. And I think, 
Um, when you look at point spreads, right, Michigan being favored, I think says a lot about where Vegas views them and the matchups. But there's some also some interesting things, right, where Ohio State is now a one-point underdog to Missouri. They were minus six before they had some unsuspecting opt-outs, but that's still not a big margin for a team rated so high. Penn State's four-and-a-half versus Ole Miss. I don't know if that's an Ole Miss team that's been basically broken offensively as of the Georgia game because they lost both starting offensive tackles by three snaps in that game. Couldn't move the ball in Mississippi State. And they still are only a four-and-a-half-point dog to Penn State. Uh, Iowa's a seven-point dog to Tennessee. Maryland's a two-and-a-half-point dog, I think, to Auburn. Um, so, you know, across the board, I think there's some indications that you can't really strictly compare one to the other. But Michigan has been so dominant. I think they're built in a way defensively that's going to be very hard for Alabama to score. It, it's a tough matchup. On the other side, with Texas and Washington, who do you like in this game? And, and we'll certainly get to maybe spend some time, if not next week, the following week or, or get a little closer to this bowl game. When you look at Texas and Washington. My initial blush reaction is probably Texas. Sort of the same problem. I'm going to have to hyperanalyze these teams to get a real feel because, you know, size, physicality, and all doesn't necessarily translate. But those three starting defensive linemen at Texas are monsters. Um, and, you know, I, I know I gave a caveat that I think the Oklahoma State game wasn't a big data point, but they destroyed Oklahoma State, and there's a reason for that. That's a very good football team with a lot of weapons, a great defense, and a tremendous amount of physicality in the offensive and defensive line. Outside the SEC, I might go so far as to say they are by far the best set uh, of lines uh, in the country. And with Washington, they play physical relative to the Pac-12. They have a pretty good edge rusher in Trice, but I'm not sure how high that really takes them. Um, because, you know, Oregon... I had real questions about Oregon because that isn't, it's like kind of a Gus Malzon offense. If you want to think of it in the, in the sense that it tends to really blow out bad teams, but when they play good teams, it tends to just sputter or not do much. It's way too spread heavy. Um, Washington's going to meet a team that's more than willing to play their type of football. Um, they're, or Texas is willing to be physical. Texas can stop the run, which is really, it's not Penix, it's the run game that has driven their biggest win. Um, and if they can stop the run straight up and make Penix beat them playing against tight coverage and two high safeties, I don't know that I necessarily love the odds with that, especially given that Washington's defense is pretty mediocre statistically. Um, so Texas is favored, but I think they're favored for a reason. And if there was one game that I think could be maybe a surprising blowout, um, with all due respect to Alabama, I think Texas over Washington is the biggest red flag for me. Josh, collegefootballnerds.com, collegefootballnerds.com, CFB Nerds on the Twitter account, CFB Nerds on the Twitter account, and uh, we're just now getting some news. Coleman Hutzler, I know earlier today was a big news that he's going to be heading to Mississippi State. Um, I don't think we're going to miss Coleman Hutzler. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, that's a that's a position that uh, when you think about it, Kevin Steele has helped that defense, and now we've got Dallas Turner, Defensive Player of the Year, Special Teams Player of the Year, Will Reichert, and Caleb Downs, Freshman Newcomer. And one day I'd love to spend just time, literally the entire interview, with what Caleb Downs has been able to accomplish. I, I don't even – there's no way to ask you to summarize it. It, it is just – he's probably the best freshman I've ever seen in Tuscaloosa. It, it's, it's pretty phenomenal. He's one of the best players on that defense. And it kind of goes unstated because he looks so much like a guy in his junior year. Yeah, it <laughs> and does. And he's not. 
he just he is only going to get bigger and stronger. And most of his issues this year have have come on plays where he didn't quite understand how to react to a given formation or motion. And I mean, he's going to get that down and become a better, more physical player. And the sky's the limit. I, I don't. My opinion of him is, I almost feel like he's about a half season away from being almost where Brian Branch was when he graduated, which is a crazy thing to say. And then he's going to be here another 18 months. I mean, he's just a phenomenal football player. Collegefootballnerds.com, collegefootballnerds.com, CFB Nerds on the Twitter account. Find him on YouTube. Find him on the website. You can model these different teams if you're thinking about the bowl matchup. It is Josh. Josh, thank you again for being a part of our show. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, Ryan. Always a pleasure to be on. Thank you, Josh. Collegefootballnerds.com. We're going to continue. Warren, you're next up. T-Town Tide, 100.9, WTBC. You're home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Pharmacy at Midtown, T.J. Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of pharmacists, and if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627. Sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs, the retail side. If you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama, and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions, PharmacyMidtown.com. PharmacyMidtown.com, conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown a huge part of our show. Hi, Barry Buckner for Tuscan. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. All right, we're going to go to Pasadena, California, coming up with uh, Aaron Torres at the top of the hour. We'll talk with him. Maybe he'll give us some advice. Uh, maybe he'll just come get us in his private plane, and, and we'll all have fun out in California. We'll talk to Aaron Torres. Right now, it's Warren. Warren, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Uh, all is well, Ryan. How are you doing? Oh, super, super. Having a great day, man. That's great. Hey, um, want to uh, jump in, um, talk just a little bit about um, the uh, show that comes on before you. Uh, you know, they got uh, the guy that's on there who's a sheer Bama hater and um, crying about uh, Florida State not getting in. And um, I don't know if it was your show or uh, another show. They talked about the selection committee. And um, he said there was an inside discussion. The, the discussion wasn't so much about Alabama getting in. They, there was a, a discussion that uh, it was they were undecided whether or not Alabama uh, Texas was getting in. It was it was like Alabama was getting in. There was a big discussion whether or not Texas was getting in. That was my understanding. I can't remember what show that was, but they. This guy said it was an inside discussion about. It was Gary's. Oh, Alabama. G- Gary's show. It was Rodney Orr. Rodney Orr with Gary Harris. Right. It was. He right. brought that to the table and said a source told him. When right. you. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's debatable um, when you look at Texas, yeah. but I think the committee, and I asked Josh this just you know just a few minutes ago. I said, did Alabama drag Texas into the college football playoffs? Yeah. I think they did. Good question. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I think that was a great question, and because that's the that was the standard that everybody kept popping off at the mouth about. Well, they beat Alabama. 
Well, they beat Alabama. There was nothing else about their resume that was impressive other than that they beat Alabama. That's why they're in. They beat Alabama. No one else. They beat Alabama, although they had one loss. Oh, well, they beat Alabama. Well, that's why they're in. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and also, um, uh, Florida State, again, um, I, feel, I feel bad for them. But, again, Alabama proved that they were the better team. And also, um, uh, um, again, uh, the four best teams are in, or the four most deserving, however you want to say it. Are in the playoffs. Yeah, and, and I'm just excited. No, about that. no, and and listen, I, like I said, I'm I'm calling these people out: Tim Brando, Booger McFarland, Danny Connell. Yeah. Uh, the list goes yeah. on and on and on and on. And really, it's not yeah. about Florida State. You think they really care about Florida no. State? Come on. No, they don't. No, no. it's fake. It's, it's not, fake. It's, it's not authentic. It, it is. They, they'll have. I, I, I said it online. They'll, they'll have their mediocre twelve game playoffs. It's it's. You're still going to have the same outrage. When we go to 12 games, you're still going to have the same teams that strive for excellence next year. They'll be there. They'll just be more Southeastern Conference teams there because we play football. Okay? We play football. Alabama will be there again. It's, it's going to, you have the same characters who'll be mad. And also, um, I think it was Paul Feinbaum that said this, which is kind of interesting. He said this. He says a lot of stuff, but anyway. Well, now uh, is Paul says, from in Louisiana? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I'm asking Warren. Do you know? No, no, no I, I don't know because I, he's I brilliant, crawfisher. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I mean, I know he's from Memphis. I'm joking. I'm asking a, yeah, a joker question, yeah, but yeah. but I mean, he's no, I, beautiful I, I, at this. I mean, he he, yeah. he he's crawfishing, right? It's. Yeah, he's he, got to hook his wagon does. to somebody because he hooked it to Georgia. Yeah, I know, I know. He always, but he said something interesting about it. He was de- he was defending Alabama the most part, but but he said this. He said this about the twelve game thing. He said he said, did you know? He said what's interesting about the whole argument was, did you know that the ACC uh, commissioner was the one that upheld the uh, the playoff thing this year? He said he was the main one that threw the through the monkey wrench in why they didn't have the playoffs this year. I said, well, I didn't hear that, you know. So so FSU has a lot to complain about, but the main thing is, look, your own commissioner kept you out of what could have been a playoff. Absolutely, absolutely. So, no. so there's, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that could go around, but but we, uh, you know, I know what it is. It's it's just sheer hatred. It's hatred. It is. No, it because is. Because you have, you have the greatest coach in all sports, who's still operating at the top of his game, he is the quintessential, the quintessential renaissance man. And he is doing it like no one has ever done it before. And young kids listen to him because, as he says, I want these young men to add value for themselves. And it's just great to see it. It's yes, just great it to see it. Hey, Warren, I got to get to this and, break. Uh, I'm at 51 after. Right. I got a guest coming up. All but, right, uh, hey, thanks again, man. Enjoy the debate and enjoy the conversation, man. Thank you so much. All right. All right, be good, Ryan. Thank you, thank you. Warren, always great phone call, great phone call, great insight. We appreciate that. Uh, We're going to get into a lot of conversations here in Tuscaloosa. Caleb Downs, Will Reichert, and Dallas Turner 
respective defensive player of the year, Dallas Turner, Will Reichard, special teams player of the year, Caleb Downs. He is freshman and newcomer of the year. Alabama getting three individual players from the Southeastern Conference. Those are voted on by the coaches. Coleman Hutzler is going. We wish him nothing but the best defensive coordinator to Mississippi State. We're going to miss him. We're going to miss him. We're going to miss him. No, we're not. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Are you DanielMoreArt.com. As we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life, it's DanielMoreArt.com. Christmas time upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches, Nick Saban, and Alabama's given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms. Tua Tungabailoa, second and 26, Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant, DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, the game gets a significant discount. You got to put it in the game, significant discount, DanielMoreArt.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select the game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you going to DanielMoreArt.com. The best sports talk show in all of Alabama. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. that are in Tuscaloosa uh, that are new to this town. We want to showcase Tuscaloosa, and I know the big uh, presidential debate is tonight hosted by News Nation inside the Moody Music Building. Uh, a lot of us are going to be following that. Uh, you know, maybe not the front runner uh, would be in that uh, presidential debate, but uh, maybe you never know. It could be a vice president, but it is a presidential debate. It, it could be, uh, you know, whoever maybe comes out of this. Maybe I'll get in, Ron. Uh, maybe I could get in. I mean, yeah, you should. You should. I mean, I think I should. Uh um, hey, you know, you know how to but talk I don't, to the people. I don't even have man. any pull. I couldn't even get tickets to this thing. I, I ask everybody that I, I try to pull out political favors, try to get out and, and just get tickets and, and they're hard to come by. I mean, really? I, yeah. So, uh, Probably, uh, uh, only on a like famous need to know basis. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I went to, uh, I guess I could have covered it for the thread. Has anybody covered it for the thread? Are we, are we sitting? Deathridge might actually be there. Okay. So, I mean, I could have, I could have put the, you know, the professional notepad in the back of my pocket and I'd like to sit in the spin room because I think that would be the, where the action is. I mean, to oh, be able yeah. to see all those people come by and, uh, I was, uh, but if you go over to Nukes, which is our great sponsor, 205 University Boulevard, 205-758-2455. I mean, you're only like a, you know what, 200 yards away from where that will be, and uh, it is off the charts busy. I mean, it, it looks like it looks like a like a game day. I mean, that's oh, the really? type of atmosphere, the energy, and and I know that uh, all these news outlets. It's not you, just this you think particular people coming news. Coming out of town too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, look at all the newscasters. I mean, you know, Megan Kelly is is just a great reporter. Uh, Elizabeth Vargas, I'm not exactly sure who she is, but Elena Johnson, I know who she is. But, uh, oh, wait, wait, we're getting a, we're getting a special report. Jaisha says, what were they trying to do? They're trying to get students to volunteer. Yeah, if you're, like, communications majors, they were reaching out to see if you were interested in, like, writing stories and stuff for the debate. Okay, okay. Well, I know you had to go through, like, a security secret clearance background check because uh, 
Like, to me, and I guess I couldn't pass that, so I just decided, uh, you know, I better not. You can't pass it back? No, no. I mean, you know, security clearance. I mean, you, you, can you tell us why? I mean, I own a truck and a gun. Ooh. I mean, you don't have to keep them with you when you go to the thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm a member of the NRA. I'm a. I'm, sure, a, I'm sure most of the people uh, there are. <laughs> I mean, I've got my hunting license. I, oh, God. I like to fish. I like to hunt. Uh, I love my country. Uh, I mean, all of the things, right? I mean, it, it's so, yes, I. I don't know if I would be, um, you know, you, you you could probably go another way, and uh, uh, you you could probably get in there, but uh, you know, and I, and I'm a biased journalist. I'm not unbiased. Um, see, that's that's the other part. Well, see, all of them are biased. Absolutely, they are, but they pretend. They, oh, so you just can't pretend? I guess I can. I could try. Well, I mean, now you've given the game away, so we can't. Just don't listen to this part. Well, maybe somebody will just call up and say, "Hey, I got uh, four tickets." But I tried a bunch of different ways to try to get in that, uh, and and it, the tickets were. I mean, let me say this: I can get Rolls Bowl and National Championship tickets better than easier than I could this this Woo-hoo! debate. I mean, it was it was that type of a ticket. Uh, anyway, we're gonna watch it on television. I'm sure that we'll have it covered on Tuscaloosa Thread. Let's continue with more of the game. Aaron Torres, Pasadena, California. He's next. T Town Tied 100.9. The home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. You know what happens in a plot? Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny but cool afternoon. The high today, 53. A breeze likely tonight. Clear with the low at 30. Tomorrow is sunny day, the high 59. And Friday, the warming trend continues. The sky partially sunny. The high Friday, 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 54 degrees in Tuscaloosa. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Monty Bolaños. The New York Jets announced that quarterback Zach Wilson will start on Sunday against the Texans. I've always believed he was the best uh, uh, best quarterback in terms of giving us a chance to win. Um, you know, Tim and, and uh, Trevor uh, trying to spark the offense and all that, and, uh, and those two are very talented quarterbacks, don't get me wrong, but... Uh, but in, in my opinion, uh, Zach gives us the best chance to win. That was head coach Robert Sala. Giants tight end Darren Waller says he expects to return to practice next week and hopes to play in week 15 against the Saints. Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard announced that he's ready to return to action for week 14 against the Cowboys. Vikings announced that it'll be Josh Dobbs back at quarterback this weekend against the Raiders. And on the ice, Patrick Kane will make his Detroit Red Wings debut tomorrow night. Seventeen hours, picking me a bouquet of dogwood flowers, and I'm hoping for rally. 
TuscaloosaToyota.com, the Tuscaloosa Toyota Lifetime Powertrain Warranty, most pre-owned inventory also included with all new Toyotas, and that no-cost maintenance plan also gives a peace of mind and a standard that comes with Tuscaloosa Toyota. The Toyota Thon is own savings event happening right now. How about a new Camry, Corolla, RAV4, Highlander, Tundra, Tacoma, 4Runner, how about under the Christmas tree? It'd be a nice option. Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. We talked about this earlier. We're going to check in with Aaron Torres, who lives very close to uh, the Rose Bowl. And we're going to talk about that. He's um, This year, for, for those first come, first serve, he's offering $25 for the couch. Okay, $25 a night, not not for the entire weekend. $25 for the couch, $15 for the recliner. And it's 10 if you bring your own blow-up mattress. So Torres is going to be renting out space there and going to make some money on this thing. Aaron Torres, Fox Sports National Analyst. Torres, I hope all is well, man. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. You have completely underestimated uh, California real estate prices here, baby. No, it's, I, I think it's uh, – I haven't – we, we, you know, we're, we're still in the Torres house. You know, we have a, a board meeting tonight, which is me, the wife, and the dog to, to finalize prices. But it won't be significantly more than that. But on the opposite of that, I am so excited to welcome Bama Nation to my adopted hometown. It's a beautiful city. Um, I, you know, one thing I will say, Ryan, in all seriousness, you know, I'll come on with you here these next couple of weeks. But if anyone has any questions, always feel free to tweet at me, uh, Aaron underscore Torres. Uh, you're always welcome to email me, atorres00 gmail.com. Uh, I, I'm, I'm an excited host. I'm, I'm eager to welcome all of you, and I'm excited to hang out with Fowler too. Roll Tide. Nobody, you know, I, I don't have any friends in Tallahassee, so you know where I was. You know where I was pulling on Selection Sunday a few days ago. Yeah, and you know, I heard our interview um, on Saturday night. I heard the committee was driving home, and they happened to listen to Fox Sports about midnight. And you know, you and uh, Jason and myself, we were making the case. I mean, we were making the case for Alabama. And I, I think we pushed them over the top, to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, it's ancient news now. And listen, I, I think two things can be true. Is I think even in a situation where Alabama gets in, you can feel bad for the Florida State players. By the way, just like you felt bad for the Alabama players last year when they were fifth. Um, but, you know, one thing that I will say, Ryan, is, is I get a lot of stuff wrong. And I did think there was a time where Florida State went out they were going to be in. But – the bottom line is the night that Jordan Travis got hurt three weeks ago, it was an awful injury. I actually saw it live, which, you know, it, it was it was not pretty. Um, you know, I said on our show, you know, the committee's job, the number one bylaw of the committee is to put the four best teams in college football in, and then they use things like head-to-head matchups, conference championship, undefeated versus one loss, blah, 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 blah. blah. They use all these parameters to determine what is best. And so – you feel bad for Florida State. I really do. But if it comes down to who is the four best teams in college football, it was hard to watch that team the last two weeks without Jordan Travis and say they were one of the four best. And so you feel bad for them. I feel bad for those kids that 13 times went out and, and, and came back to a victorious locker room 13 out of 13 times. But this is the bylaws that we've set up. It's all going to change next year. It sucks right now in the present, but but this is just the reality of the situation. So, Torres, when when you look at this Alabama football team doing what they did to Georgia, I mean, heck, we we could probably feel bad for the for the dogs too, right? I mean, you know, they have probably the best loss in the country. Um, 
I, I mean, I would say Texas. I, I would say Alabama probably has the best loss in the country. I mean, or, or I, I don't know about that. No, I, I don't know, but I'll say this. I think Texas has the best win. Georgia probably does have the best loss. Um, but I, I bring all this up to just say, you know, the, from the Georgia perspective, I will say Jason and I actually got into this a little bit last week, not when you were on air. That is something I do disagree with because I've seen that a lot this week. Well, you know, I mean, if it's the four best, then just put Georgia in. It's like, well, wait a second now. Again, what, what are the parameters that we use to determine best? Conference champion. Well, Alabama's conference champion. Washington's a conference champion. Florida State's conference champion, on and on. Georgia's not a conference champion. Well, head-to-head wins. Well, the only team in playoff consideration they played was Alabama and they lost. So, you know, you go on and on down the list, and, and I thought it was, I get why Kirby Smart did it. Uh, I thought it was a little kind of crass and annoying when he went to the podium and did the whole, you know, well, the committee says it's the four best, so we have to be in. And it's like, I don't really understand where anyone gets the idea that you can make the argument that based on the 13-game sample size this year, that Georgia is the definitive, one of the definitive four best teams. I know they're not better than Bama. I know they're not better than Texas who beat Bama. And so, you know, then you're talking about a one-loss Georgia versus an undefeated Washington, which has beaten Oregon twice, a one-loss uh, Georgia versus an undefeated Michigan who beat Ohio State and beat Penn State. So I just go on and on down the list is, listen, this isn't a lifetime achievement award. If it was, again, Alabama would have gotten in last year over TCU. But Georgia had a great year. Somebody had to lose, just like somebody's going to have to lose those two set Like, Nick Saban doesn't get to go to the podium it, 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 or Jim Harbaugh after they – somebody's going to lose the Rose Bowl and say, well, you know, we're, we, we were the, one of the two best teams tonight, so we deserve to be playing next week. And that's not how it works. That's why games on the field matter. So, you know, for the Georgia perspective, you feel bad for those kids, too, who haven't lost in forever. But they, they at least had their opportunity on the field, something that you can't really say Florida State has. When you look at Alabama – do you think this team can win it all? Oh, absolutely. Listen, I, you know, I picked them to win the SEC and play for a national championship in the preseason. Now, ironically, I picked them to lose to Michigan in the preseason, which, by the way, I was thinking about you the other day. I, I think those cut-ups that you guys have for Christmas Day, I think will end up looking pretty good. Now, I do think I said they were going to beat Texas, so that is unfortunate. But I said they're going to be the SEC champs. They're going to make the college football playoff. They're going to play for a national championship. So, I hope those play on Christmas Day all day long on Tide 100.9. But as far as this team, yes, of course they can win a national championship. Um, You know, listen, Michigan, uh, you know, I don't know where I lean in the game on on New Year's Day. But what I will say about Michigan is, um, you know, they they have struggled to move the ball against elite defenses. And on top of that, you know, you, you have that situation. You have a situation where uh, if you beat Michigan, you're maybe playing Texas. And listen, I think it's easy to forget this now. Alabama was winning in the fourth quarter against Texas before Texas went on a run because Alabama's defense was on the field all night. And they're a really good team, too. But I'm just sitting there saying, yeah, if you can beat Georgia on a neutral, there's no reason you can't beat uh, uh, Michigan on a neutral, Washington on a neutral, or Texas on a neutral, even if, by the way, that Texas game would be in Houston. And boy, oh, boy, what a crowd that would be. Torres, when you look at the Michigan Wolverines, we've also said that Alabama is kind of like the judge and the jury uh, because they've got to hand out justice. We cannot allow Michigan to win uh, in the sign stealing and the cheating and and all of that. Whether wherever you feel about it, regardless, they got their you know their hand caught in the cookie jar. It's Alabama's job to hand out justice. Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, I, I. I... 
you're we're talking to Tuscaloosa right now. I know why you want to win. Listen, I, I think ju- listen, I so so justice in my opinion was served. And my my stance and I don't know how much we got into this when it was going on, Ryan, but when it first broke, I thought it was a really big deal. And I think it called a lot of things into question. And why I bring it up was because I also thought that Michigan was going to get due process uh, for us to figure out how much did Jim Harbaugh know, what impact did it have, whatever. Michigan didn't get due process. They they got, uh, you know, I, I thought a completely unfair ruling from the Big Ten that's completely never been done before. Um, and listen, Connor Stallions has been gone for five weeks now. They're, they're, they're I think, 6-0 and since he got suspended. Uh, they won their two biggest games of the year without Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines, one of which was on the road in a game where they found out an hour before kickoff that he wasn't going to be coaching them. And so this is all a long-winded way of me saying, I think justice has already been served. You know, when, when you get a speeding ticket, Ryan, um, you know, you pay a fine. You don't then pay a fine and then have to go to jail for another 10 years, uh, you know, unless something else happened on the side. But I just bring it up because I, I think justice has already been served. Now, listen, if Alabama wants to deliver its own version of justice, I get it. But I, I kind of think I was one where I thought it was pretty bad when, I, when it started. And as things went on, I just said, you know what? This is getting a little out of hand. This is getting a little ridiculous, all that good stuff. Torres, when you look at it from a national perspective, I know from locally – I think this is Nick Saban's best coaching job, and I don't even think it's even close. I can't even think what would be in second place, to be honest with you. I think when you look at where this team was at and the complete flip, the transformation of this football team, does that get any exposure from the national level when you look at it? I mean, everybody just assumes Nick Saban's the great, the great, the great. But this team was not a good football team early on. I mean, they played pretty sloppy. Does that get anything from the national attention uh, from you guys like yourself? Well, I mean, I've been saying it since the Tennessee game because at that point, the Tennessee game, um, you know, remember they had beaten Ole Miss, which was obviously trending towards a good season. They won at A&M when we thought A&M was pretty good, and they had beaten Tennessee at that point. I said this is Nick Saban's best coaching job, and I didn't see a loss left on the schedule at least until they played Georgia potentially in the SEC championship game. And I said by then, if they keep trending up, they're going to have so much confidence that, you know, I think they're going to beat Georgia. And I, last week I picked them to beat Georgia on these airwaves, so this isn't a big top-secret, you know, revisionist history thing. What I will also say, though, Ryan, I was thinking a lot about this. One, and I know the Alabama fans that watch every single snap and go back and watch the replays the next day, they'll probably disagree. I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback get better week over week over a course of a season like Jalen Milrow, or maybe better is not the right word, but certainly more confident. I mean, just the confidence that he plays with compared to week two against Texas, it's like it's not even the same person. Now, does he make all the throws? Is he a perfect quarterback? Of course not. But I, he, I, he has gotten so much better. And I think also we need to give credit to a guy that took a lot of arrows in week one, week two, week three, and that was Tommy Reese. And I'm not criticizing you. I'm not criticizing any fans. But there were a lot of people, and I'm not enough of an X's and O's expert to know, but there were a lot of people that said he's in over his head, he can't do the job. Um, you know, I think there was a lot of insinuation, like, like you know, we went from Lane Kiffin to Sark, we had Brian Dable for a year, and then, now we got this guy. And one thing I will say, and I said it about Nick Saban, I've said it on my show many times, and I'll say it here about Tommy Reese too, what real coaching is, is not what Bill O'Brien did last year, it's, hey, I got a, a superstar quarterback, and I'm just going to basically be hands-off and get out of the way. 
what a, what real coaching is is looking at the 85 individual guys that you have in any given year and trying to figure out what is the best way to maximize the potential of this team based on those 85 guys. I think Nick Saban's done an incredible job. Kevin Steele, it goes without saying, but I just don't think Tommy Reese in this whole process has gotten enough credit because the offense doesn't look like it did under Sark or under Lane Kiffin. But you know what? The offense was was they put up more points than the opponent in every game over the last uh, eleven games, and that's all that matters. And I think he deserves more credit than he's gotten, frankly. All right, we're going to talk about college football playoffs, but I want to take you because how far do you live away from the Rose Bowl? Because I mean, you're you're like a local. You're the president of the Chamber of yeah. Commerce. I mean, how far are you away? About fifty. Uh, I mean, I, I I mean, I could walk there in literally probably a half an hour. I could drive there in less than ten minutes. Okay. Okay. So you're you are like the official host of passing. I, I mean, for us that have never been to the Rose Bowl, we want to go to the parade. We want to. I mean, I'm talking about it from an Alabama perspective. Maybe right. the ones that didn't go from 2009 uh, got to be headed out there. Um, give me the number one travel tip. I mean, just something that you can share okay. with the audience. I have two two tips. Okay. And they're going to cost you a little bit of money, but I'm just saying to do. One, I'm telling you, Tide Nation, listen to me. Fly into Burbank airport okay so burbank is about a 10 minute drive from pasadena it's a small airport it's going to cost you more but it is going to give you one one thousandth of the um stress of flying into lax lax is big you know to get a, a rental car you gotta you know leave the property to get an uber you gotta go here you gotta go there da, da, da. burbank I'll tell you this. You know, I was I was traveling last week. I was I was at a couple basketball games. I flew into Burbank. Uh, how about this, Ryan? I flew in, and from the time my plane landed to the second I got off the plane to the time that I was in my car. Now, granted, I drove my car there was less than five minutes. It's so much easier. Just do it. You won't regret it, even if you spend more money. The second piece of advice I would give. I don't know this for sure. You might know what the team hotel is. The team hotel is going to be in downtown LA. I'm here to tell you. Put the media at as well. Yes. I am here to tell you, you don't want to stay where the team is. You'll see them on the field whenever they, you know, that, that New Year's Day, whatever. But the bottom line is that Pasadena and I, trust me, I get no kickbacks from this. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't have a buddy at any of these hotels, but one, Pasadena is a great community. It's safe. You can walk around. All of the major hotels are there. You know, I walk by a Hilton every day. I walk by a Holiday Inn Express every day when I take my little dog out. There's plenty of hotels here. They're going to be expensive, but you want to be there for the parade. By the way, the parade, people camp out all night. You stay in Pasadena, you can walk there first thing in the morning. You don't have to get on an Uber. You don't have to get in whatever. Downtown L.A., it's, it's probably about 25 minutes from Pasadena. You're going to have to take cars. There's not really, depending on what hotel you stay at, there's not a fun to do around there. I recommend spending a little bit more to fly into Burbank, and I recommend spending a little bit more to uh, to stay in Pasadena. Uh, and oh, by the way, one, one quick thing, too. I know everybody's going to want to tailgate, but also you can, uh, there is a shuttle in downtown Pasadena that takes you right to the stadium, which saves you a bunch of time. So that, you know, if, if, if you're not a big tailgate person, if you're not going to be, uh, you know, on the grill for four, five, six hours before the game, and that's worth your time too, and that'll save you some some trouble as well. All right, Torres, here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna paint the uh, the photos from an Alabama. This is what I've heard from local people. Okay, it's not the flight out there because people are staggering that, right? I mean, we know we've got the Christmas uh, holiday on the 25th. True. 
Okay, and then you got the game the following Monday. So trying to you know get back when other families are trying to travel, getting out there is not the issue. It's getting back because you know the crazy college football world. If Alabama wins, you got to be in Houston just a few days later, right? I mean, I mean, literally sure. think about that. I mean, the flip. So let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna paint a hypothesis for you, okay? Because you, you sure. can you can help us. I mean, we deal in traffic, and it's you know I mean it's like. You know, it's kind of like Alabama and Auburn, the gap there between traffic in L.A. and here, okay? So it's it's significant. Is it crazy to even think about this, of flying out of Vegas? I, so this is what I would say, into Vegas. Okay, so Vegas is about a three-and-a-half-hour drive to L.A. Okay. Um, it is the easiest drive in the world. It, it, it is literally, by the way, it's not only are there no cars on the road, um, it's it's like two highways, you know, or two freeways, or whatever you call them, expressways down there. I don't know what you call them. Interstate, interstates, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's two. Like I can tell you right now, I'm in Pasadena. I get on the 15, whatever, and then I don't know. I get on the 210 to the 15, and I take the 15 for literally three hours, and boom, I'm in Vegas. It's that simple. Two two freeways I just named off the top of my head. It's about a three and a half hour drive. It's super easy. The only thing I will say is make sure you're not driving, um, uh, uh, you know, on a, on a major, major day. And when I say that, I mean a Sunday morning coming out of Vegas back to LA is a nightmare. Uh, on a, uh, you know, you know, whatever it would be, New Year's Day, probably all night will be a long drive, but obviously you wouldn't be driving to Vegas on New Year's Day, New Year's night. So as long as you're not leaving Vegas on a Sunday night or a night, where a lot of people will be leaving the city because it is a two-lane road, basically, from Vegas to L.A. And the one thing I will say is that you hit it at the wrong time. You, you, haven't, you, haven't, you haven't lived until you've done 250 miles of bumper-to-bumper traffic, Ryan Fowler. As somebody who's lived it, um, I don't ever want to live it again. Okay, let me put it to you that way. All right, and and the reason I'm I'm asking these questions is because it's become a big problem to try to get out of there. It's not getting there is the problem. It's trying to get out of that area. Would it be crazy if there's some out there listening saying, "Okay, could we fly to San Diego or fly to San Diego?" Is that stupid, David? Ask. No, two and a half hours uh, south uh, of LA. Another a little bit of a, a, an easier drive, and I think the big thing is the one thing I will say about LA. You have to be willing, if you want to miss traffic, you got to be willing to drive at some odd hours. So I'll just use LA or or Vegas as an example. Wife and I went out there for Thanksgiving a few weeks ago. We had a great time. We left at 6 a.m. We, the car was packed. We were, you know, coffees in hand. We were on the road at 6 a.m. to avoid traffic. You know, sometimes we'll even leave a little bit earlier. So, you know, if we had tried to leave at 9 a.m. to go to Vegas, it adds, you know, it's the same mileage, but adds a significant amount of time. And so with, San Diego, it's pretty much the same thing. I mean, if you want to fly into San Diego, you know, I'd almost, I'd say, you know, if your flight lands at, say, noon Pacific time, I would say stay in San Diego for a night and then get up there first thing. Or, you know, if you are if you need to fly out the day after the game, I would almost, uh, you know, I would probably just drive down there first thing or whatever. Like, the point is, it, yes, it's about a two-hour drive, two-and-a-half-hour drive to San Diego very easily. I have a buddy who covers Louisville. I might actually be going down that direction for, for their bowl game in a few weeks. Um, but, again, in L.A., it is all about the timing. And you hit you hit traffic at the wrong time, and I think we all know what time that is, rush hour in the morning, rush hour at night. It's a debacle, and it's kind of the same with Vegas. It's kind of the same with San Diego, all that. 
So Torres, and also, and we're not accustomed to this, but you guys have got trains everywhere. I think there's like four or five daily trips from Las Vegas to L.A. So if you think about that, San Diego, I'm just trying to offer some options because it has become a major problem. Uh, We know why Michigan didn't want to go to New Orleans. We were kind of, our fingers were crossed that they would choose New Orleans, but they would be at a disadvantage. So we understand why they go to L.A. Plus, they've also got a relationship with the the Rose Bowl. So we're trying to pick some uh, brains. Uh, Like I said, it's the the flight out there. And I think a lot of people are going to do what I'm going to do. I'm just going to stay in uh, Pasadena and fly to Houston. If and, and if they lose, I guess I'll have to cancel and uh, camp out at the Torres household and, and try to get a flight back to, to, to Birmingham. But, I mean, it's like like the second, the day after the game and the third, the, there is like no flights to be found uh, coming wow. back east. I mean, it, it is like thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars one-way flight. Shame. I don't know what to say. I mean – Tuscaloosa Toyota, pack up the car, baby. You might get you might get there faster by uh, driving than by flying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Houston's not too bad. I mean, you've been to yeah, but uh, well, I will say Houston's an easy flight. I, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, I, um, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I uh, Houston is not a bad flight. You're halfway, or you, you rather than go all the way back. I mean, it's like halfway. You might as well, uh, might as well do that. You know. Yep, it's an option, and I uh, wish college football would get away from that darn Monday thing. It just it aggravates me every year. Well, we're, not, we're not a Monday about, league. We're we're Saturday. Come on, guys. Well, how about what about next year? I mean, if you're an Alabama fan playing for a national championship, you know, even if you get that first round by, is the the, the first round the the five through twelve games are on campus, but then the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals are all on neutral sites, right? I believe so. Like that second round of the college football playoff is not on campuses. It's on neutral sites. Yes, which will be, yeah, which will be easier. Um, but I mean, be Jack, easier. Well, I mean, Jack Swarbrick, I mean, like neutral sites has, well, because I mean, we're going to, we're going to host one of those, right? I mean, that's, that's what we're looking at. I'm sorry, Torres. We look at it through Bama blinders. I'm sorry. I, I answered your question wrong. But, but as I mean, I'm saying, I don't think he will host. I think it'll be, oh, you yeah. got to go to Pasadena this week and then the next week it'll be New Orleans and then, if you make it to the championship, it'll be in Seattle or whatever. Like, I just don't, you know, plus an SEC championship in, in Atlanta. Uh, I, I, you know, that's what I think is happening, but I'm not fully positive. Well, and, and, and nobody knows. And But Jack Swarbrick, I mean, he told us on that committee meeting, he said that, um, uh, he said, listen, fans don't travel back-to-back weekends. Mm. That's what he wow. said. I mean, that's, that was his words. I was like, you're an idiot. I mean, if you're that out of touch. What a- what, what a, I mean, yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, uh, especially if you follow. Hey, I mean, he's the Notre, he's the Notre Dame AD. They, they've never had that problem before. So Torres, we've, uh, we got a, we got a, we got a bunch of people that are, that are chiming in from, uh, Rancho Chukamanga. Is that the way you say it? Chukamanga, Chukamanga. Yeah. Uh, what are you Jay Kit Kat just sent me a wildly inappropriate, uh, t-shirt idea. Yeah, um, I saw it. Can't can't reference that one. I can't yeah, reference I can't, that I can't, one. I can't. Uh, I, I saw it too. I was like, whoa, ah, mm. um, yeah. Torres' suggestions are solid, but Ontario is a cheaper flight than Burbank. Frontier. Has oh my guy. Yeah, it says uh, Frontier has dirt cheap flights from Vegas to Ontario. Here's the thing about Frontier. Here's the thing about Frontier. Don't you have, have you to ever push it flown off the Frontier? Don't you have to push it off yes. the runway? You have to like you, you have, have to, to pay for everything yeah. on Frontier. It's like oh, it's eleven. It's an eleven dollar flight, but oh, you want uh, a seat belt? Oh, that's that's going to cost you twenty two bucks. Oh, you're bringing a bag? That's two hundred eighty bucks. Oh, uh, you want a, a a little muffin with your coffee? 
420 bucks. It's like Frontier, it looks cheap, and then you book it, and it's like, well, wait a second now. That ended up being the same thing as I would have spent anyway. Well, so. to me, it reminds me of like all those little economy class planes. Um, yeah. It's kind of like, did you ever watch Fred Flintstone as a kid? Yeah, of course. Yeah, the little plane that they would put their legs down and, and they would take off. That's kind of where I was at. I mean, <laughs> it's that's basically what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks. No, thanks. Sorry. No, I think I flew them once and it was a debacle. Yeah. No, thanks. No, thanks. Or I tried to fly them once because I was like, oh, 29 bucks for this cross country <laughs> flight. What a deal. And I, and then it ended up being like 450 bucks once I was ready for to for to send out. So no thanks, no thanks, Aaron Torres. We appreciate you, and we'll continue to get tips. And uh, as he said, Aaron underscore Torres, and we're gonna have some fun. I hope we are able to connect and do some. I know we'll connect, but I mean, just saying. Well, when are you coming out? How uh, soon will you be out here? I'm I'm coming out Christmas Day. That's all. That's my only option. Oh wow. So do you um will you have a makeshift studio where will you be doing your show from? Well, I'll I'll try to do it from the Radio Row. Um and so Oh yeah. Normally but here's But Radio Row is not going to open till like probably 2 or 3 days before. Well, see, Alabama right? rise on the 26th. So I imagine media oh, okay. Yeah, I, I scheduled reservations, so I got 25th uh there and um at the media hotel. So <laughs> Wow. Uh yes, but um uh, I guess I'm going to be living out of my suit. Hopefully, I'm living out of my suitcase for a few days. Yeah, so we'll do something. Will Mrs. Fowler travel with you to oh, Houston, yeah. too, or no? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, she always. Yep, yep, yep. So we're uh, – she's going to go knock out some national parks. I, I don't know. She's talking about – is there a thing called Joshua Tree out there? I mean, is there something? Yeah. Okay. It's like a desert. I don't really know much about it. Don't – don't. I mean, listen, She's she's got a scratch pad. And it hangs in one of our uh, our bedrooms, and it, it you scratch off national parks as we visit them. Uh, her her goal. Yeah, she's all motivated. Yeah, so she's yeah she's got the scratch thing you scratch off as you attend a national park. So she's got like two or three that she wants to knock off uh, there. So and there's some kind of island out in the middle of somewhere. I don't know. I I just said yes, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Catalina, probably Catalina. I hear That's that place is. is great. Yeah. Um, and I will tell you straight up. This was the whole thing when I went to Vegas for Thanksgiving is um, I, everyone's like, oh, we're going to go to like Zion National Park. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to the casino and fucking drink. Oh, go to the casino and drink beer and, and watch watch some basketball. Everybody needs to no 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 national parks for me, basically, is what I'm saying. Aaron Torres, Fox Sports National Analyst. Aaron Torres, Fox Sports National Analyst. Torres, I appreciate you, man. We'll, we'll talk very, very soon. I, I always enjoy our chats, man. Thank you, Ryan. Have a great day. Thank you, Torres. We'll continue with more of the game. Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. The University of Alabama preparing to host News Nation's Republican primary debate in the Moody Music Building later this evening. It kicks off at 7 o'clock. And DeSantis and Ramaswamy will remain in the Druid City overnight and head to Brick and Spoon Restaurant in Timerson Square for a segment on Fox and Friends. Also, we're closely monitoring a potential weather system that could bring severe weather to our area Saturday night into Sunday morning. Get the details now by tapping our free app. The latest local news in Tuscaloosa. Hey, Alabama Sports Updates. 
and severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary with unmatched quality and service, and she's focused on helping you find the right product to fit your need. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, and Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa CBD store, right next to Ion Apartments on 15th Street. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center. We've got a wreck on U.S. 1143 near Black Warrior Road. This is about halfway between Malisham Parkway and Foster's. Otherwise, heavy traffic on Lurleen coming off 359 into downtown and some stop-and-go traffic over on McFarland between Hargrove Road and Skyland Boulevard. If you see other conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end clearance is on now at Towns and Nissan with savings up to 10000 don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray. Mexican food right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastures dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastures Kitchen Mexican food. Also find the food truck. And we are also now serving breakfast at Pastures Kitchen Mexican food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find them in Northside Pastures Kitchen Mexican food with Pastor Garcia. Northport Power Equipment. If you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery-operated tools, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Crest Outdoor Power Equipment, the battery-operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the zero-turn commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service department, do that end-of-the-season maintenance at Northport Power Equipment. It's two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Equipment. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny but cool afternoon. The high today, 53. A freeze likely tonight. Clear with the low at 30. Tomorrow is sunny day, the high 59. And Friday, the warming trend continues. The sky partially sunny. The high Friday, 65. I'm James Spam on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 54 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Today for the Crimson Tide. Local high school sports and Bama in the pros right here. On Tide 100.9. All right, Aaron Torres knocked it out of the park. Fox Sports National Analyst, as he always does. What a great uh, insight he was giving us uh, there. Uh, and that is the issue. It's not getting out there, Noah, that's the problem. It's getting back is the, is the issue. Oh, really? So it's... It's when you talk about flights, if you didn't book yours like the minute Alabama was announced. So, see, the problem is, and I understand why, because you got to wait for tickets to be approved. So, you can't go buy flights without your tickets in hand. And there's a system, right? So, I mean, if you, you know, own a Skybox and Bryant Diddy, yeah, you're probably guaranteed some tickets. But if you're like the tier system, you, you may or may not get those. I don't know exactly how they, they do that. But so you, you, you kind of like booking flights, but then if you cancel your flight, then you don't get your money back. So it's just, it's, it's kind of limbo. So, you know, if you're like, I know a lot of parents whose son plays at the University of Alabama. They have been in a book because they know they'll get tickets through their son. So, you, you know, the family gets, I think it's four. So you, you, they were able to book. 
But a lot of the folks that, you know, you may or may not get tickets, you're sitting here going, okay, okay, we can get out there, but how, how do you get back? Because the staggering from the 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th is, um, you know, it's, it's, it's all right there. So anyway, we'll, we'll get into the conversation. We will, uh, I, I know I got pushed up against the clock here, so we're free the rest of the way. So we're going to take all those phone calls. Uh, Jared in Dallas, Texas, next up, T-Town, Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Hey, Jen, I just stopped in to say hello. A huge part of the game is SEC Parlay Pick Day on Friday. It's made possible by Brian Harden Construction, a diverse business. Crane and equipment rentals up to 320-ton cranes available. The CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. It's bhardenconst.com. Experience you can count on. Let's build something together. The website, very informative. It is bhardenconst.com. Brian Harden construction, industrial contractors and fabrication, I-beam installation, Brian Harden construction. Every Friday made possible by Brian Harden construction. TuscaloosaToyota.com, a huge part of our show. We are powered by those guys every single day. The service department, always great. The new inventory side, all those new Toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty. And right now, we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years. Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, Highlanders, 4Runners, Tundras, Tacomas, also the pre-owned inventory. Most of the pre-owned inventory comes with that same lifetime powertrain warranty. See all of the inventory, TuscaloosaToyota.com and Tuscaloosa Toyota on Scotland Boulevard. Where the legends of Alabama football hang out. Jared in Dallas, Texas. Jared, thank you so much. I hope all is well. Welcome to the game in Tuscaloosa. Hey, Jared. Hey, Jared. Uh, no, Jared. How about Tommy and Romulus? Tommy, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Ron. How are you today? Oh, good, man. Roll tight. Roll tight. You know what, Ron? Yeah. It's still a beautiful day in Tuscaloosa. Okay. I mean, we still SEC champs. All the whining and crying and gassing the teeth. I mean, you think Armageddon is just around the corner, Ron, really. The injustice of it all. Pathetic. Yeah, it's a great day. Basketball team won last night. The girls won this morning. It's looking good. We got a great debate supposed to be here tonight, you know. Now, did you get the hookup? Yeah, I got the hookup. Yeah, okay. I got the hookup. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to be on front row. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you, um, I, I call my friend Joe Scarborough, who's a graduate of the University of Alabama. Wow, he's a he's a nut. I know he is. That's right. You think he's gonna give me a ticket? I mean, where does a snowball don't have a chance at Ron Fowler? An Okay. Yeah, very good. Yeah, okay. I was gonna be nice. I was gonna say Miami, Florida. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, yeah. So no. No. So there's a lot of things to debate, and uh, it is. Let me tell you, if, if for, you know, listen, we've never hosted one of these. I mean, when you look at the voting primaries in the state of Alabama, we're normally the 
you know, we really don't play a role, right? I mean, in selecting a presidential candidate and, uh, you know, this is something that we got to get involved. I don't know exactly how they did it. Um, you know, it had nothing to do with the university. They just, well, I'm sure it did, but I mean, they, they didn't like call for it, but, uh, it's good. I mean, it's good publicity. Any of this stuff. And I know your, your, your libs out here, they'll be crazy and how negative it is. It, it's it's positive for the University of Alabama, don't you? Aren't you guys really unbiased? I mean, aren't you you know professors over there? Aren't you guys supposed to be in the middle, right? No, they're not. Well, in the no, college is supposed to be what I grew up. You know, I'm older. You are that you're supposed to come to your own conclusion, your own decision, how to be a man or a woman. Which we don't know what men and women are now. So they can't even define that part, can't, can they? You can't come to that conclusion. But it's a great thing because I remember Barack Obama went to, they had a debate over in Oxford, Mississippi. The big one, I think, against, uh, they did. They did. You were, you were dead on the money. I forgot about that. Yes. With, I think with Mitt Romney, a bigger one than this, this is a Republican. Democrats not going to bring their people down here because Alabama is going to vote almost 78% Republican. I'm very high over 75%. The state is going to vote. Republican, the House state Lincoln. I mean, you'll have a few Democrat mayors and so and so judges. You know, but you almost right. feel like <coughs> this is for second place. Fair? I mean, unless well, yeah, but I mean, I'm not a I'm not an idiot. But when you look at Donald Trump out front, I mean, this is one of those that. I mean, it's kind of like Alabama compared to these other schools. I mean, he's he's in a big – unless something happens on the judicial side, he's going to be the well, nominee. I mean, what – Well, what? yeah, but no, I listen. I, I hate to say it. I flip the TV around, you know. Sometimes I can't sleep at night. I watch. Well, Cuomo's going to be down here, the one from Newsmax. Now, he used to be on CNN, whoopee doo. But he made the remark, they playing this card that the American voter – or two two white old men. I hate to put it how he put it. Trump might be indicted, saying the Democrats say he's a court. Biden don't know what day it was. His son now is in temp of Congress, didn't show up, and all that crap. But yeah, and guess who's slipping in? Now it's a woman picking up speaking, Nikki Haley from South Carolina. But you know what? I want some of these Republicans quit taking money. From these false Democrats trying to build up a candidate. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah. Here, here's the issue. At the end of the day, all these different social issues, they don't matter. Okay. They do matter, but not the finances is what has been the issue for Biden. It, it is. And so when people go to their 401k and they look at it, th- that's how they're going to cast their vote. They, they're not going to, you know, and, and they may not do it publicly. They may not even say, hey, listen, this is who I'm going to vote for. It's it's easy, right? Look at the stock market. Look at and I know we've had a couple of bounce backs here in the last couple of weeks. But when you look at finances, people are paying more. They're making less. It just it it doesn't add up. The the Bidenomics doesn't work. It, it didn't work. So regardless, that's what influences people's vote. It, it's a proven fact. All these things that people pretend it's about at the end of the day, it's about your checking account. It's about your your retirement. It's about jobs. It's about the the things that he's not been I mean I mean he's been a cluster it's been a mess anyway Tommy let's get, let's get back to let's get back to football man you gonna get yeah. you gonna get me you gonna drag me in the weeds man uh, so and I think that was probably a purpose of your call right Tommy you wanted to yeah, drag yeah, me in the weeds I, I know always it was. wanted to yeah. drag you through the weeds thank That's you my job yeah I appreciate it.
I so. keep you on your toes. You don't want to. Well, thanks for the thanks for the invitation. I mean, if you got well, tickets, I don't want to go there because we get back on the thing. You don't want to be that certain person from Tennessee, that pink rhino, as I call him, Clay Travis. Forget him. We go. Let's talk football. Tennessee's not going to the playoffs. Auburn's not going, and Florida State's not going. Boo hoo, boo hoo, boo hoo. I have never seen contempt for the University of Alabama as I have heard from Brando. I know he done for years, and Booger McFarlane, he played for him. You know what? I have to give more respect to Tim Tebow and the Ohio State, some of their former players, standing up and calling it like it is. I have never seen this sustain. I, I'm going to tell people, and I'm going to tell you and the rest of the listeners, Alabama did not knock Florida State out of the playoffs. You know who Alabama knocked out? Georgia. And guess what? And it helped Texas. Because you know what Texas can say? We beat the SEC champion. We should be in. We only have one loss. No matter we played a three-loss Oklahoma State. It doesn't matter. We in. That's who Texas took Florida State play. Alabama is at fault. But don't put all the fault on Alabama. Put some on Texas. And put some on Georgia. If you didn't want Alabama in, Georgia should have won the freaking game. You play the game to win. You don't play it for second place. Got it. All right, and, and fair enough, fair enough. Uh, great comments. Tommy, I appreciate you, man, as always. All right, man. Um, tell Santa Claus we keep an eye Yeah, let me, let me check. Let me see what you – no, you didn't make the cut either. Yeah, well, he didn't either because you know what? We got a warrant out for him down here. Anybody who got a list of children being good enough, and stalking deer at night should be in jail. That's all I'm going to say. Broke no, I, I wasn't trying to make the list. I, that's never my goal. That's your goal. No, no. I mean, we we, the ADA I mean we, we've got our own St. Nick over here. Yeah, yeah he don't live in Coburg. I mean, we, we don't need Santa Claus. No, no, no. Jolly old Santa Claus. Anyway. Santa Claus is a vegan, so remember that, children. Before you get all worked up, all right, road tie rival. Thank you very much. We'll continue with more of the game. Jared in Dallas, Texas. We'll get you, Robert, and Mobile. Obama, Nick, I see you. We're coming your way. T-Town Tide, 100.9, the home of Alabama. Crimson Tide Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary with unmatched quality and service, and she's focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, and Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa CBD store, right next to Ion Apartments on 15th Street. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the towns and Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks, but major delays on Rice Mine Road eastbound headed out to New Watermelon Road. They're doing some utility repair work, and the right turn lane onto New Watermelon is closed. So you can expect major delays. McFarland westbound heavy from Rice Mine to Watermelon, and Lurley northbound slow through Northport up to McFarland. If you see other conditions folks need to hear about, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end clearance is on now at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray. 
about grilling so often. If you want to dominate the grill today or any day, go visit our friends at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. I walk in there all the time. There's new things added, whether you're trying to amp up the spice cabinet or whether you're going in for a great ribeye, a salmon swirl, a chicken swirl, which is that's what they're home of since 1978. The seafood entrees, the great cheesecake, the great pies that are made here locally in Alabama, the Blue Spring Living Water. You'll find it at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Go see the friendly folks at Mark's Mark downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Did you miss any episode on Tide 100.9? Don't worry. All of our shows can be found on Spotify and Apple Music and on demand on the Tide 100.9 app. Good stuff. Noah, across the glass. We're going to continue with more phone calls. We're going to take Jared in Dallas, Texas. On the other side, I want to pin him up his top of the hour break. Robert and Mobile, we're going to get to you. Bama Nick, Dawson, and many others. We're talking about Alabama Crimson Tide football. Having some fun on a Wednesday afternoon. Let me tell you about R&R Cigars. R&R Cigars, 2703 6th Street. Relax and recharge. 1,000 different cigars to choose from. The walk-in humidor. It is right there, R&R Cigars, R&R Cigars, 2703 6th Street, the Cigar Mansion, 1,000 different cigars to choose from, relax and recharge, big HDTVs, home theater seating, R&R Cigars. We'll continue with more of the game. Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Hi, Barry Buckner for Tuscaloosa Hyundai. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Monty Bolaños. Week 14 of the NFL kicks off tomorrow with Thursday Night Football as the Steelers take on the Patriots. Pittsburgh running back Najee Harris, who has a knee injury, didn't practice for a second consecutive day, is officially listed as questionable. And the Patriots have officially rolled out running back Ramondre Stevenson. Another big matchup in Week 14, it's the Eagles and the Cowboys. Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy had surgery today for acute appendicitis. The surgery is over and the procedure went well. He still plans to coach this weekend. Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard announced that he's ready to return to action this weekend as well. The New York Jets announced that it's going to be Zach Wilson who starts on Sunday against the Texans. The Vikings are sticking with quarterback Josh Jobs this weekend as they take on the Raiders. And Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence, who hurt his ankle during Monday Night Football, did not practice today.
about a 205-342-9904, Tide109.com, a great website that will inform you of not just listening here, but also up to date with the news around the Crimson Tide. Coleman Hutzler going to become, according to Ross Dellinger, will become the new defensive coordinator at Mississippi State with Jeff Levy. When you think about uh, three players from the University of Alabama recognized by the coaches, SEC Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Dallas Turner, Special Teams Player of the Year, Will Reichard, and Caleb Downs, Freshman of the Year. We're going to talk about that as we move on. We're talking a little Alabama Crimson Tide football. And let's go to Jared in Dallas, Texas. Jared, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Hey, Ryan. How are you, man? I'm good. I hope you are, too. I'm good, too. I didn't call to talk about this, but you just talked about Caleb Downs. Did you see that clip of Kirby coming up and giving him a hug? I did. It made me nervous. <laughs> yeah, it does a little bit. I, I you know, I mean, because I just know how I know how Kirby recruits. I mean, he recruits with yeah. one, you know, one hand and a handshake, and another in a pocketbook. So, uh, you know, that's the part that NIL has opened up. Oh, I agree. I, I mean, I like that a little bit. But so you thought it too? Did, did anybody? Okay, I, I did. I, I did, and I, I did have that that little evil thought in my mind. What's he doing? But then also, I picked up a lot of respect. I mean, Kirby's a football player. It is, a, it he, is, but he, he was a hard charging football player. He respects. Doesn't he know his brothers and dad and everyone? Aren't, aren't they Georgia Bulldogs as well? Yeah, it was out of Beaufort, Georgia. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, he recruited well, hey, him. Uh, he he had some great things to say pre uh press conference, I want to say like last Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He had some really good things to say about Caleb Downs on a teleconference too, and I remember hearing that. But uh it's just the current time that we live in I mean, it's free agency. Yeah. I mean, I even read a report oh. coming out of Ohio, Ohio State. Marvin Harrison Jr. would engage into NIL negotiations. Um, and really, if, if the current structures of the rules, why not put your name in? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. Well, but hey, I called because, you know, nothing was better than you know, seeing our name called on the put up there for the fourth spot in the playoff. But I was telling somebody the other day that a very close second was watching Booger come unhinged and watching those LSU tears. And, you know, I'm from Louisiana, and, you know, these other guys, Canel, that's Bama Envy and whatever. They're just crazy. But I'm going to tell you, Brando and Booger. So Brando's from Shreveport, that's the area I'm from, and then Booger's from Winfield. And I was actually around Brando as a kid okay. at a certain golf course occasionally. And so I've heard his chatter my whole life. But, but Ryan, there's a – there's another level of sickness and pain and anger that the LSU Blue Bloods have against them. It goes back to Bear beating up on McClendon all those years. And then, you know, they they still think that our success is what they should have had because Nick left. And I'll tell you a quick story. You know, my dad played ball with Perkins for Colts years ago. And Ray was like family to us. And when I was, I don't know what year that was, we tied LSU in Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. I don't know, 84, 85, somewhere around there. So I'm like fifth grade, man, fifth or sixth grade. And everybody in Bossier City, Louisiana, not a big place, they knew the Perkins were like family to us. I mean, his first wife, Carolyn, had played tennis at the club with friends of friends and stuff. And we tied that game, and I'm a 10-year-old kid going back to elementary school on Monday and not happy about it. But I got hazed by... Teachers and adults calling Ray chicken and coward and all this stuff. I remember going home and thinking, these people have a problem. I mean, that's a problem when you start jacking with a 10-year-old kid about a football game. 
you know? But I'm telling you, Ryan, it is. I said it the other day when I was talking to you. What you saw from Booger McFarland was the clearest picture into the hatred and jealousy that they have for Bama. And that is all this is. It is all this is. You wouldn't hear half the noise out of them if it was somebody else. I agree. I I think you nailed it. I, I think it was a home run uh, when you look at LSU. And, you know, I, I also can't imagine a coach leaving here, going to the NFL for two years, going back uh-huh. to a rival and doing what Nick Saban's been able to do. So I understand some of the dislike. Fair. I mean, I know that it goes back deeper than that, but that amplified it. It did. It and the did. more he wins, the, think about it. I mean, look, at, look at the coaches he's processed down there. I don't know. Well, here's the other thing, Ryan, that they know, and this is what really just tears their guts out, is they know deep down inside, and he stayed at LSU, he would have left eventually. No one can stay at that place. It's a circus, man. It's a circus down there, and he would not have done what he did at Alabama. I don't. He would have had a lot of success, don't get me wrong, but what he did at Bama, Bama's just different. It's just different. It's a different atmosphere. It's a different commitment. And it's a different mentality. It's just a championship mentality. It's different from anywhere else. Maybe I would maybe equate old day, old time Notre Dame. No, maybe some other schools like that, but it is. And it just, you got a glimpse into it. It's a pure hatred, man. You thought you could see the face of it. And we hope the hate continues. And, and like I said, yeah. I think it's, and I've said it all week, it's deeper than just Florida State. I think they, they use Florida State as a crutch to prop them up. But it, it's not really about Florida State. It's simply because they see it coming. And here goes Alabama. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here comes the tide. They're going to go win it all. Oh, I mean, we, we had them counted out. And then really a lot of it also is media when they don't. And, and we don't like to be wrong. Nobody does. But it's easier to admit that you're wrong than to keep digging a hole. And many of these analysts just keep digging, keep digging. And, you know, like yeah, I said, the guy in the afternoon that doesn't have any hair on his top of his head, he has to be from Louisiana. <laughs> I mean, he's crawfishing. Yeah, he, he's backing it up. I mean, it went from legacy tarnished and, you know, here Nick Saban is. He's the greatest. And I get it. They, in media, that's what we do, right? Even if we're wrong, we just pretend to be right. Oh, like, hey, come on! I didn't, I didn't pick against Alabama. I didn't criticize Alabama after losing to Texas, and that's why many people, you know, the trust in media has went down. That's just a national survey. Yeah. One of the reasons. Well, you're, you're, I, I, I almost called you the other day to ask for the, um, the secret decoder ring so I could figure out what exactly Parrot Lee said the other day on the air to you because he was all he. he and, and people were people were like, Ryan, why didn't you push back? I did push back. I did push back. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, that's not my style to go out and, you know, my thing is, is if you go to the cliff, I'm going to push you off. I mean, if you're willing to walk up there and you keep digging, push, push deeper and deeper and deeper. Go, go, go. And that was kind of the goal well, this, is, uh, this hurts, this hurts even more, Ryan, for all of them because not, this isn't like, it's 2016, and there's no one questioning our position in the in the in the college football world. This was a this was a double whammy for them all because not not only did we crush their souls by getting in the playoffs through the first half of the season, they really thought finally we're done, Bama's done, 
They find, you know, the performances in the first three or four games, they really were really starting to believe that this was coming to an end. And not only is it not coming to an end, here we go again. <laughs> so it's just, it's just gut punch after gut punch for them, plus all their little ones. There we go. Thanks, Jared. Appreciate you, man. Okay, see you, Ron. Thank you. Uh, Jared in Dallas, Texas. Let's go to Robert in Mobile. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, man. How are you, Robert? Yeah, as far as uh, that debate that you guys are having. Well, we're, um, we're, we're, we're trying. We wanted Paul to participate, but we think we should, as a taxpayer of the state of Alabama, we're thinking that just shut down the uh, the Tigers. Just shut them down. <laughs> I mean, it's bad publicity. Fair enough. Yeah, I guess it would be. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, if, we've got um, a known, proven guy who participated in human trafficking coaching in our state. <laughs> uh, maybe a presidential debate, but oh yeah, uh, as far you, as, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> the debate you guys got coming there. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, if uh, certain persons that you show up, there is no debate. Like, well, yeah, no debate. yeah, I mean, it's. it's, it's it's like, can you have a playoff without Alabama? Nah. <laughs> you can have one, but it won't be nearly as entertaining or meaning nearly as much. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and there's all over, for those, and we're trying to connect you to Tuscaloosa as we do each and every day, but today's a little bit different day. You drive through t- uh, campus, and there's signs, like these big electronic signs. They're criticizing different opponents, right? Ron DeSantis, uh, Christy. Um, I haven't seen one of Nikki Haley, but it, it's just like things that they've done wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know, like you said, the polls and whatnot. There's no debate. There's no primary. They just just a farce, really. So I wish they ended enough so we can move on. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, you like every call you put on is pretty much hit the nail on the head as far as they you know Alabama and these. Uh, these outrage that everybody seems to be feeling. And like I said, uh, I'm back to the point where I'm, you know, I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying the hate. I'm, just, uh, I'm embracing the hate. <laughs> it's music to my ears. I go, I go find somebody else and see why someone so I can enjoy it. <laughs> Keep it up. Uh, what you got What you got today, Brando? What you got today, Booger? Well, I said, <laughs> it, I said it yesterday that it is, it's like Gatorade. It, it, refuels it energizes me and and the more listen today i wouldn't even gonna go this way but i heard tim brando on the show that airs prior yeah, to, to my show uh big noon sports and i went my heavens my heavens come on it it's to hear the passion that he had about it it cannot be just florida state it, it never has been no florida state is just the crutch that props, props everybody up even when uh, back in the, when the, it was because LSU and Because Alabama, if you think that then. Florida State belongs and can play with Michigan, you're a fool. Yeah, yeah. Even when it was LSU way back when, Alabama, LSU, you know, the first time the SEC had two teams uh, in the, for the national championship and Tim Brand. I, I rewatched that time and how much he clowned it back then, trying to figure out ways that we could get the playoffs back then, you know. We could That's the right. You're right. <laughs> and he, he didn't think Alabama deserved to play him in 2011. I mean, there is a common denominator. It's the Alabama Crimson Tide. It's the 18-time yeah. <laughs> national champ, the king of college football, the epicenter of college football. That's the what is in common. These people can't stand it. And we're enjoying and he, it. 
uh, we love it, man. I soak it up. I like you said, it just it's fun. And you know that to me is more the motivating factor for to beat Michigan and not just you know keep them out because they cheated and whatnot. It's those people that hate, <laughs> you know, to, to just to shut up all the haters. I know uh, Milrose is too nice a guy to embrace the hate, but I'm counting on Burton and Double uh, O Seventeen. And so many other players but, <laughs> who have edge to them to embrace the hate and uh, you know really let that let their game their game elevate based on the haters. But to also be fair, you know Nick Saban also has tried to use the doubters as motivation. I love you, Coach. Oh, this is beyond doubt. Well, but I also got to call out Coach Saban too. Fair. Oh yeah, because I, Robert, did you bench Jalen Milrow? Well, again, I, if I would have under the same circumstance. Well, no, but I mean, but you didn't call Nick Saban up and say, Coach, you must bench Jalen Milrow. I didn't call uh, him up. Yeah, of course not. Chuck in Georgia didn't and call was, him up. Bama Nick, who's next, a... didn't call him up. You did that, Coach. So you well, had doubt, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was a reason for it. You know, the doubt was. was in the back. Yeah, there was a reason for it. But now we've gone beyond doubt. This is just straight up people hate you. <laughs> it's one thing to doubt. It's another thing to hate. And and it's, and it's there's a lot greater motivation to shut up a hater than to shut up a doubter. Because uh, uh, the hater says stupid things like these guys are saying, uh, like the Brandos and the Booker McFarland saying. Th- these things don't make logical sense. When you hate, you don't make logical sense. When you doubt, you at least have a, a basis for it. Uh, and, and, but when you hate, you don't have to have a basis for hating. And that's what these people are now. They know four. They think they're lying to themselves. They know four. Well, Alabama's one of the four best teams. They, they, they don't even argue that Alabama's four best team. They don't even argue that. They go with the old deserving nonsense, as if that's a criteria. Deserving is not a criteria. And the committee has done deserving a couple of times. They did deserving last year with TCU, and they did deserving with Cincinnati. How did those two those two scenarios work out? When you put the, the thing the team that everybody thinks deserves, but yeah. If you really look at it, they really aren't one of the four best teams. But okay, they deserve put them in there. There you go, and they get the brains beat out. <laughs> and that's what. The, but so that's what deserving gets you. Now, when we expand the playoff next year, we'll get you can throw your deserving in all you want to, and they'll get their brains beat out earlier. <laughs> and, we'll end, and we'll end this debate earlier, which is fine with me. But yeah, that's what that's what you get. They're not even arguing that Alabama is better than Florida State. They just want to make clean Alabama's deserve. And when you call hit the nail on the head early in the, in, the, in your, I think your first call there, or one of them, that wasn't even Alabama that knocked Florida State out. Like you said, Alabama only knocked out Georgia. The committee uh, really picked Tennessee. I mean, Texas was the ones who knocked out Florida State. But the Alabama just knocked out Georgia. It was a committee that knocked out uh, Florida State for, even for, Tennessee, for Texas. So there you go. And we just thought we talked with Josh a couple of minutes ago. Texas, you better thank your SEC, your future SEC brethren, because we we brought you into that playoffs. We said, we're we're going, but you tie a rope to our hitch of our back of our truck, and we're taking you to the playoffs. Well, an elephant can carry a lot. I carry a very heavy load. That's right. I I think you mentioned it also. But that BCS that everybody hated back in the day, I didn't hate it. I thought it was fine. Uh, it would have put 
Florida State in the playoffs. So and Florida State, like you mentioned earlier, didn't want to expand that. Uh, ACC stops the uh, expanded playoff sooner. You could have this year instead of next year. And killed yourself on that one, too. All right, man. Thank play. you. Thank you. Robert and Mobile. We're going to get to Bama Nick coming up in a couple of minutes. I can't wait to talk with him. Can you imagine? I mean, Noah, you see how much fun we're having living in the city of Tuscaloosa, enjoying this. Can you imagine? Because we've got callers. We've got Bama Nick, and then we got Chuck in Georgia back-to-back. Can you imagine living in that state? I mean, just for a minute, Ooh. okay? Because these dogs have talked smack. They have aggravated our friends they have ripped them to pieces. They've talked smack. And what, what can Bama Nick look at them and say? You, you guys are the champs, right? Can you imagine the last 72 to 96 hours hanging out in that state, seeing your buddies that talk smack the last couple of years when we just went in there and yanked that national title out of their arms and said, no, 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 no. You were a temporary king. We're the real king. We'll continue with more of the game. Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. The University of Alabama preparing to host News Nation's Republican primary debate in the Moody Music Building later this evening. It kicks off at 7 o'clock. And DeSantis and Ramaswamy will remain in the Druid City overnight and head to Brick and Spoon Restaurant in Timerson Square for a segment on Fox and Friends. Also, we're closely monitoring a potential weather system that could bring severe weather to our area Saturday night into Sunday morning. Get the details now by tapping our free app. The latest local news in Tuscaloosa. Bama Sports Updates. And severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary with unmatched quality and service, and she's focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, and Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom Gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa CBD store, right next to Ion Apartments on 15th Street. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks, but major delays on Rice Mine Road eastbound, headed out to New Watermelon Road. They're doing some utility repair work, and the right turn lane onto New Watermelon is closed. So you can expect major delays. McFarland westbound heavy from Rice Mine to Watermelon, and Lurley northbound slow through Northport up to McFarland. If you see other conditions folks need to hear about, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end clearance is on now at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray. The Birmingham Alabama Credit Union. Feel good about your money. AlabamaCU.com. The mobile app makes banking so much more convenient. All the mobile deposits, many times, you don't even have to go into the bank to manage your money. Whether we're talking about checking, savings, mortgage, home equity loan, financing a vehicle. And remember, Roll Tide, show your pride with the official credit card of the University of Alabama Alumni Association, AlabamaCU.com. Alabama Credit Union with great branches all over West Alabama and throughout the state of Alabama. Alabama Credit Union. 
Rumsey Environmental, serving the sound of my voice with waste removal services, portable toilet services, construction debris removal containers customized to fit your job site. Maybe it's remodeling. Maybe it's the storage containers. We did this about a year ago, moved all of our furniture into a storage container, brought out the construction debris removal containers. They customized to fit your job site. When you talk about when you have to know it's being done right, that's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-0002, 205-248-0002. Rumsey Environmental, a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. Weather bro- Where college football season never ends. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. That's big boy football. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tuscaloosa Tide at 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Let's go to Bama Nick. Bama yeah. Nick. Bama Nick, how are you? Woo! Ryan Fowler, you got the number one caller to the show. Yes. What yes. you want to clatter about, Fowler? Well, I just want to just take me through your day. My day's been pretty great today, Ryan Fowler. I got I got a good buddy of mine that come over a little bit ago. He's a big Alabama fan. We've been sitting here talking about the game and other things, and it's all been quiet on the home front over here with these Georgia fans. Did, Ryan you mean, Fowler. did they take the flags down or the the t-shirts off? I mean, what what are they doing? What are they saying? No, but I heard Walmart stock dropped. Wow. Why do you think that is, Paul? I don't know. Tell me. Because all them Georgia fans go to Walmart to buy their T-shirts. Mm-mm-mm. You understand what I'm saying, Fowler? Come yeah, on now. that cheap logo stuff. I got you. I there got you. you go, Fowler. Yeah, yeah. Walmart stock took a big hit. But you know them sorry rascals, they were handing out Nick Saban invitation to his retirement, or invitations to Nick Saban's retirement party. I didn't hear about that, Paul. They did. They did. I saw They it. did. Yeah, they did. Well, bless our hearts. Little did they know that was going to take down his little Kirby and his bowl haircut and all. <laughs> That's it. That's it, Paul. I mean, do you really? All right, Paul. Do, do you think his Come wife? You think his wife gets the bowl out of the kitchen cabinet, puts over the top of his head, and cuts his hair? <laughs> I don't know, Paul. I don't know. I ain't had one of them bowl cuts since I was in uh, sixth grade. And that was the popular style, was it not? Oh yeah, it was. Well, it was. Well, it was a burr haircut too. We used to wear it, and you know, I had the old burr haircut. Okay. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Ah, uh, you don't remember? Hell, you ain't that old, pal. No, I'm not as old as you. You're older than dirt. I'm older than Birmingham. That's right. That's right. So, <laughs> That's uh, right. So uh, what else you want to clatter about, Paul? I got my buddy Gene now, big Alabama fan. He's here. You know, we sitting here listening to the All right, well, here, it's, it's, it's very simple. Are we you want to talk to Gene? Well, sure. Put Gene on. Go ahead on, Gene. Talk to Fowler. Ryan Fowler. Talk How you doing there, Mr. Fowler? Hey, Gene. You're a big Alabama fan, huh? Absolutely. Okay. 40 years plus. Oh, yeah. 
Well, we appreciate you guys on the front lines right there. I mean, serving and what the crap you guys have had to put up with the last couple of years. Oh, well, I'm telling you. Now you guys get to take that victory lap because you stopped them from winning three in a row. Oh, it's beautiful. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I almost I, wish that I lived in that state just where I could aggravate the dog fans. <laughs> well, I had to put kept my flag up. I was a little nervous there for a little while, but. My flag is flying high. I got my mailbox cover up there. I was telling Alabama Nick here, I had to keep it all up there and show the pride and show these Georgia fans who's got it. Absolutely. Go, Nick. Save and go. And, you know, I think they paved the way for uh, us to go win a national title. But I love all this crying that everybody's doing. I I mean, it's just beautiful. Keep crying. We're going to keep celebrating. I'm just tired. I mean, you kind of wonder, you know, is it time just for to get over with? Let's just beat Michigan. Just chalk up another Alabama national championship, and let's move on from all the FSU fans boohooing and on and on and on. But yeah, I mean, let them cry, let them cry. But I think it's fake. I mean, I, I know Bama Nick. Uh, he wears like Florida State underwear or whatever he says he's. <laughs> Uh, Come on, pal. I just told you I got my good buddy, Karen Boyd. I know. I know. You, you tell us that you kind of split. You, you pull for Alabama, but you also pull for Florida State. So, but well, I think, yeah, I do that, pal. I ain't going to lie to you. I done told you that. I ain't going to lie to you. So, I think, but I think it's fake. They don't give a darn about Florida State. It's just fake. It's it's disingenuous. Uh, Florida, uh, I'm not talking Garrett about you. Moore. I'm talking about Booger McFarland. I'm talking about Tim Brando. Oh, I heard. Did you hear him the other day on the, when he was in the, uh, uh, interviewing him? He was on some show. I forget. It's the one with, uh, what is it, on ESPN, that show? They well, the selection on, show. On. The selection show. He was up there. and Oh, yeah. It might have been that one. He's talking about what? Alabama shouldn't have got it. You know how he was running his mouth. I can't stand Bug McFarlane, that idiot. Well, but I also watched them get him off stage, too. Oh, did you? Well, I mean, think about it. I mean, we we went to break, and it was like, where did Booger go? The producer, I don't remember that. Well, the, I mean, no. I mean, it, it's he's up there debating it. And yeah. And all of a sudden, he's gone. Well, Bama Nick, hmm. what happened? I don't know, Ryan Poe. I mean, only the producers know, but they had to get him off stage. They said, well, man, your you, producers would know if you, you had him on. They well, know no, what happened. No, I mean, they, to me, I mean, I, I saw him disappear. At least they had, to, they had to put him in the, you know, like the padded room. You know what I mean? Like the padded room to make sure he didn't hurt himself. So, yeah, save your reputation. You know, Fowler, I remember, I remember back in the day when I was calling the other show. I ain't going to mention another show, but you know what I'm talking about. Everybody knows when I mention another show. Booger McFarland. Well, we know Barter Nick. We know. Barter Nick. Now, here we go. There you go with that Barter Nick thing. I done told you, fella. Okay, well, tell me what you were going to tell me. Tell me what you were going to tell me. I was going to tell you that when they was, Booger would be on the other show, sitting there, and that's when they had the big swagoo too, you know, the other LSU, uh, they were LSU people, you know, and they'd be on there bad mouthing by me and all that the whole time. And oh Lord, how mercy was, I couldn't watch it. That Burger McFarland ain't liked Alabama for 12 years. Well, and ESPN over the course of time, that's one of the reasons why we dropped them as, uh, 
Yeah, that's right. When we yeah, you're yeah, Fox. Well, Fox. yeah, we're Fox Sports Radio. It's where the talent is right. when you look at radio. Uh, but when you, you right. think about Booger McFarland, I mean, I cannot get this out of my mind that they literally thought on Monday Night Football, remember the first few games that he was part of? They put him, oh, on, yeah. that, they put him on this chair that slid down the sidelines. And it yeah. blocked people from seeing the side like the actual game. Like you bought tickets to a Monday night football game, and all you can see is Booger's hot end right there, right? I mean, it, You're it's, right, bro. and it's like, hold on. I mean, at some point, the ego has got to be deflated. And you're like, get off that. And they finally did. They canceled. But it was like, what idiot come up with that? Um, yeah. <laughs> they probably got some. Yeah, the plumber crack. Yeah, the plumber crack. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he had a suit on. So, but, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. But I mean, you guys know the the video, right? That they put him up on that like chair, and it would slide down the oh, sidelines. Oh yeah, yeah, like on a rail. Or yeah, something. yeah, like yeah, it was, yeah. It was it was crazy. It was. What are you guys doing anyway? But uh, that's our good friends from uh, ESPN, the woke. Right, you woke. You go woke and you go broke. Go broke. Go. What did I tell you that, Power? That's why I don't drink the Bud Lights no more. I've told you that a hundred times, Power. That's right. And I, I noticed you remember that the other day when you was talking to one of your callers and you told him Bama Nick gave up the Bud Light. He he drinking the PBRs. There we go. Yeah, I'm. There you go. Let me ask you this, Power. Okay. You know, we done had we done had two players at the portal. Buckner. And that other receiver, Bell, the uh, what's his name? Yeah. Bell. But uh, but neither one of them really I mean I know Fowler. They they never well, you know, Buckner in the beginning, he was my man when he transferred. And you remember at the beginning of last year when he transferred and all but that. But he's gonna be in the, it, he's gonna be in the portal as a lacrosse player? Yeah, I couldn't believe well, he's going as a lacrosse player. Hell, I didn't know they even had lacrosse over in Alabama. Or we don't. wherever he's going. We don't. We don't. <laughs> Auburn might have it. Well, he might be going on. Well, they can't do anything else, right? Might as well do something. That's so. right. What yeah. else you got news today, folks? Well, what else is happening? You know, you, you may have some important people listening. Uh and we have a we're having a presidential debate here. Yeah, what we're debating on now. We're debating on um I've been listening to your show, waiting my turn, but yeah, I had my guest, you know, Gene come in, you know, and, and, uh, yeah, it's a, pre no, it's a presidential debate right here in Tuscaloosa. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I saw that. You going to be watching? Well, I was going to try to get on the stage. I mean, I was going to see if I can get well, some Well, that's votes. what I'm saying. I was going to, my next question is going to be over there covering it. No, no, I, I couldn't. Take no over there and Simon, uh, would you, uh. Jaisha's here today. Yeah. Huh? Who's here today? Jaisha. Jaisha, yeah. Take Jaisha when I call in. It sounds like she's whispering. I can't ever hear her. She talks real soft. It's like she's not. Well, maybe got you need to turn vibe. up your phone. My phone was turned up. I right, so was Jaisha, turn up her talk phone to Bama Nick. Here, you go. Jaisha's going to talk to you. Bama Nick, uh, I always I say, Ty 100.9, and it takes yeah, you a minute it, to respond. It's like you don't want to talk to me. You don't want to talk no, to her. 
It's because I can't hear her when she answers. I call, I, I call and I'm listening, and she answers, and it's, it's like she's whispering to me. The, well, the James, just ignore Bama Nick. He's hard hearing. <laughs> he's getting old, okay? I mean, we talked about that a couple of minutes ago. Just ignore him. He, he's he's also getting senile, too, so it's just... It's well, all right, fella. I, I, I can at least understand what's going on now. And the transfer portal. I told you last month we're going to talk about, I mentioned stuff about our quarterback, which one's going to, you said, Nick, we'll talk about that next month in December. So it's December, fella. Which one's going to hit the portal? All of them. <laughs> well, Caden Carruth ain't going to hit it. <laughs> oh, what was the other guy that you kept talking about? That, Carruth, hey. No, nah, he's, he's still there. on the team, but this other guy that you... You kept trying to debate about walk-ons, and some guy I had to go look up. I never even heard. All of right, that was that was a year and a half ago. I forgot about him. I don't forgot about who he was. I think he's from Maryland. He was from Maryland. Come in from Maryland. Gotcha. Something. All right, Bama Nick. Roll tide. All right, Brian. I'm done clattering. Where you got to go try to find my granddaughter? She's lost, missing an accent or something. I got to go try to find her. Is she an Alabama fan? Yeah. Okay. Well, you'll find her. You'll find her. I'll find her. I hope she's on the bus coming home from school and somebody didn't check her out and stuff. I don't know. I got to go. Well, go. I got to try to find out where she's at. All right. See you, Bama Nick. All right, Ryan Fowler. Thanks for taking my call, good buddy. Roll Tide. Gene. Roll Tide. Gene and Bama Nick over to Marcus, Georgia. We'll break. We'll come back. Chuck in Georgia next. T-Town Tide, 100.9, WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Wallace CPA, 527 Main Avenue in downtown Northport. Small business and personal income taxes, payroll, sales tax needs. They can also help you with nonprofit or church accounting or auditing in business since 1999. They work for you, not the IRS. When you take on taxes, you got to have someone on your side. It's Don Wattis CPA, 205-345-5595, 205-345-5595. Don Wattis CPA, the official accountant of the game. Are you ready? Want to jump into any of the shows? Call Tide 100.9 right now at 205-342-9904. Will somebody answer that damn phone? That's 205-342-9904. Personator Jerome Jackson, Druid City Music Hall, 7 p.m. show, $25 tickets. It'll get you in the Christmas spirit that's coming up, not this coming Friday, but the following uh, Friday. It is December the 15th, Elvis Christmas, right here in Tuscaloosa, DruidCityMusicHall.com. DruidCityMusicHall.com. If you missed any of that, you can simply go to Tide109.com and check it out right there. Let me tell you about the wharf. If you're looking for a new pair of boots, 60 different brands of boots. Justin, Tony Lama, Red Wing, Georgia, Double H, Timberline, Laredo, and many, many more. Carhartt Clothing, Rocky Clothing, Under Armour Clothing, Wrangler, Levi Lee, we want you to look sharp in the college football playoffs. We also want to think about Christmas gifts. It's a great place with inventory. Keep the dollar in the local economy. They've been there since 1976. Go over and see my friends Mark and Lee. Cold weather. We're going down to freeze it again tonight. Cold weather apparel. If you need some uh, 
insulated stuff or just maybe the camo options for all you deer hunters out there. Waterproof boots, hiking boots, casual boots, 60 different brands of boots. Six zero, you'll find those. Western wear for the entire family. Work and Western wear. Let's continue. We're going to Chuck in Georgia. Chuck, describe your week, man. Describe your week. Oh, God almighty, Ron. And the greatest 72 hours you know, in in relation to football of my life, it um, you know, it's just uh, it's just amazing, man. The kids, my high school kids, are just so excited to get up and go to school Monday morning, and uh, you know, but but the thing about it, you, you can't glow or talk about it because nobody will even look at you. I mean, we went out Sunday. I told my wife, I said, let's get on our shirts, let's go out and eat. Nobody would even look at you. And and I live in probably one of the fifth largest counties in Georgia. Okay. And I'm not lying to you, Ryan. Since the game, I've seen two Georgia shirts. That's and it. I've been purposely looking. So, so they count. are. Not only do they play the same fight song as Auburn, they're very similar. Auburn does that, too. When they lose, yeah. they put them in the cedar chest, man. They're they're going yeah. in the cedar chest. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and won't even look in your direction. I mean, the only people that will talk about it, is damn locked on you, Georgia, and, and they're the I man. You can't talk back to them, and they're the most obnoxious. I don't know if you've ever listened to their podcast. I mean, they are those two guys are the most obnoxious fans I've ever heard in my life. I, I mean, they were after the Auburn game, their podcast they were laughing at, mocking us. I mean, just like they're not laughing like, anymore, aren't they? Oh, oh, the, the, the podcast the day after the game. All, of course, all they could do is cry about the officiating and, and how they're not done. You know, it was just they played bad. It was a bad game. I mean, they better be glad we didn't drop the three interceptions. You know, they lost by 20. Yeah, you know, well, so and, they, and let me also say this. When I look at that score, that score is a little bit misleading. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I don't feel yeah. like that Georgia lost by just three points. I know that they did, but it never felt like other than that first drive – that Alabama was out of command of that of that Correct. game. I, other than the first drive, I never me and my wife was talking. You know, we never felt you, you know threatened. Uh, and uh, you know, my wife, she's uh, she graduated from Mississippi State, but man, she is diehard Alabama. She is, you know, you you know, when, when you marry or you're born into an Alabama family, you, it just gets in your blood. <laughs> you just can't, you know, big fans just just gets in your bloodstream. And but. Uh, yeah, she was asking me today. Said, "When are you gonna call Ryan? When are you gonna call?" I said, "I'll get to him." I said, "I've been taking a little break because I didn't want to jinx myself on the Auburn week, and I didn't want to jinx myself on the Georgia week. I just wanted to ride it out and get it all done." And and but but it uh yeah, I mean it's crazy, man. I mean you you can't even you can't even uh, see anybody. My uh my neighbor, I live in a, a neighborhood. We're all on about three acres, but you know we got uh, probably seventy houses and. I've always shot fireworks after a Georgia win okay. and a championship. So my neighbors around me, when Georgia beat us that one year, they all shot fireworks. So uh, the other night, uh, my wife said, "If you got your fireworks ready when there was about 40 seconds left? And I said, yeah. And I'm going to shoot. I said, I'm going to shoot every one I own. <laughs> Get them. And I Get them. for about 30 minutes, man. I just let them have them. And, uh, you, you know, my son was just so excited to go back to school, you know, Monday morning. And, and cause, cause he's like, daddy said, it's just been hell, you know, for, for two years. 
And uh, finally, you know, and he and I was talking, and here's the neat thing. I, I told Troy, and he's sitting here with me. Give me a roll tide, Troy. Roll tide. <laughs> roll tide, Troy. Roll tide. And I told him, I said, in a 24-hour period, Alabama changed the landscape of college football back to where it's supposed to be. That's right. That's right. We do. <laughs> I mean, we battled that it, thing out, man. Uh, I mean, it just it's all in well in the world. When Alabama's on, you know, where we're at, and I know we're fourth, and that's why I'm telling you, oh. this crying is has nothing to do with Florida State. They yeah. see it coming. They well, see I'm, Alabama coming. Yeah, and the Florida State thing, man, I looked at the criteria the other night. There, there's five criteria, and you read the first two, and it's over with. Conference champion. The next one was strength of schedule. Now, now it's pretty much over with. Because I think I think we beat Florida State in one other criteria, and the other two was mute. It wasn't a comparison. It, but, I mean, it's, it, you know, and Booger, you know, uh, my, my wife was saying, I think it was we were listening to you, and you were saying you can't respect the name a, a guy named Boots. Yeah. You know, the, and, uh, I mean, not a, not, I mean, okay, it's okay for a little league or, you know, a young man yeah. growing up, but it, it doesn't sound, I mean, I don't even like my name as an adult. I mean, it was cool yeah. as a kid, well, but it's, it's, as an adult, it kind of sounds silly. It's Ryan. Well, now we got Boo and Booger. But, but Boo makes me feel good about my name. And Booger does too. So, uh, Boo, Boo, y'all feeling pretty good about Boo now. I guess he, you know, I still I think it's a stupid name. ACC and stuff. I was kind of worried about it, but what are we going to call this kid? Hey, mom, what do you want to call this kid? Uh boo. I mean, <laughs> it's, I think you said the last thing. At least he could have dropped one O off of it. Yeah. Bo. I, let me tell you, if I would have, if I would have been named Boo, I would have dropped an O. I'd have gave it to somebody else. Yes. Now, uh, I guess Booger probably came. He probably got that nickname in, in school. But yeah, because his real name is Anthony McFarlane. When you a professional, couldn't you change back to your normal name? Who, who going to walk around and be called Booger? What's your name? Life? Booger? Oh. <laughs> Why did he go Here, to Auburn? Hang on a minute. I'll show you what my name is. He just like runs his finger on his nose. And shows you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, what. why did he go to Auburn? I mean, he could have went to Auburn and... and I mean, it could have been twice as much fun, right? But, um, I have, uh, I've kept my Alabama, one of my sweatshirts in the car. And, you know, when I leave work, I'll put it on if I'm got to stop at the store or whatever. And I, today in the store, one man said, uh, man, that, that, that was a good game. Pulled that out, didn't you? And I said, yes, sir, we did. He said, I don't watch much football. He said, all I do is work on the old cars and stuff. He said, but, uh, buddy of mine told me it was a good game. That is the only person that has, uh, even want to discuss it with me. I mean, even my friend. They, they, I mean, you know, biggest game of the year. You walk up to him, you want to talk about it a little bit. Don't even want to look at you, man. I, you know, I got two or three friends I haven't seen yet. We can sit down and have a sensible conversation about it and what happened, what the game was about. But, but uh, not most of them, man. It's, but it's been fun, man. Enjoy. I knew you would like it because I, I knew you know we live in the war zone over here, and because uh, they they thought. Like those guys on lockdown, George. I don't think they thought they was ever going to lose another game. No, no, no. And, and, I mean, it was like taking candy from a baby. And uh, 
uh, Alabama had to had to settle them straight. Chuck, I appreciate you, man. Roll tight right, to you. Keep right. up the good work. Please continue to right, call. Time, Thank man. you. Please continue to call. Thanks, man. Uh, that's Chuck in Georgia Rumsey Environmental. It's a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. We'll get to Dawson next. T-Town, Tide 100.9, WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny but cool afternoon. The high today, 53. A freeze likely tonight. Clear with the low at 30. Tomorrow is sunny day, the high 59. And Friday, the warming trend continues. The sky partially sunny. The high Friday, 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 52 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The longest-running sports show in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the game here in Tuscaloosa. Let's go to Dawson. Dawson, how are you? Welcome into the game in T-Town. Well, Ryan, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Good, good, good. <laughs> well, Ryan, look, let's not get started still, here. You still doubting this team? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was plenty of doubt, all right. There was plenty of it right here right here in this program. A lot of doubt. Who? Which drove me nuts. Who? And I mean, no, no, not now. I mean, everybody wants to jump on the wagon now. Remember me talking about the four wheels on the wagon? Listen, I go one back wheel, the to one January wheel the 6th, 2007. Nick Saban said we all have a role. You and I just play different. Well, I, don't, I know our players, and I don't think Coach Saban meant that we should turn on our players. Who and talk about that? our players like and talk about our players like they weren't nothing or not worthy, and all this talk about we didn't have any players out there and all this kind of stuff didn't have anybody that could play in the NFL and all this kind of thing. Well, it still, maybe aren't replacing eleven Only. players on the All SEC? Eleven uh, players. Who else is doing that? First, second, third. I mean, you want to count them all? I mean, it, all. Well, there's eleven players. It says right there on your. On your information page there, 11 players. So I'm just saying, uh, yeah, I believed in them. There wasn't any reason not to. You read the credentials every day. And then all this nonsense about Georgia had, Georgia had replaced Alabama right on this station. And I think I even heard Rodney Orr say it. I'm not certain about that. That Georgia had, oh, we're right now, Georgia, oh, yeah, right now Georgia's replaced Alabama. Well, our players let it be known that you can't you can't uh, replace Alabama. You may try to re- replicate it, but you can't replace it, and, uh, and nobody has. But uh, and then I know I <laughs> hang on, right? No, I mean just, I'm, I'm just listening. Or no, I hang know, on. No, I'm just listening. And then all this nonsense about um, it's our job to punish Michigan. I mean, just, I know you've got to be teasing about that. I mean, I know you are. No, no, it's, just, it's our just, job to be the judge and the jury, right? we got to punish them for mm-hmm. cheating. I no, mean, not that's only, not our job. Okay, well, that's not our job. Our job. No, that's not our job. What and is our job? Our job is to win this national championship. Well, that, our job is to beat them. Okay, well, I mean, It's not our job. I don't care about their politics. So I don't care what they did or what they did. A byproduct of us winning would be serving justice to the Michigan Wolverines. 
I don't. We're see not why. serving any justice. That's not our job to serve justice. We're going out there to play a football game, and we're going to kick oh, their teeth Dawson, and come home. Dawson, Dawson, Dawson. You don't crazy. have to be so serious so much, man. Well, I am serious because look, Ryan, we got one job to do, and that's not about. It's not about what Michigan has done or hasn't done. Besides, we don't even know what they've done or they haven't done and all that kind of stuff. And I don't I don't think we need that stuff coming out of Tuscaloosa. I don't want to give them bulletin board material that we're trying to trash them. And uh, But anyway, um, but, but look, you think I'm taking it serious. Every person you talked to about it today talked about it seriously. And um, or they, at least they acted like uh, they acted like they did. Now let's talk about real quick the Florida okay. State. Yeah, I'm gonna be like Bama Nick. Now just go. <laughs> oh Lord, you can milk more stuff out of nothing, Ryan. <laughs> I'm just sitting here, been waiting an hour. I'm saying Ryan can milk more stuff out of nothing. But anyway, well, I mean, sometimes um, you have to pull people through, and I did. <laughs> the Florida State, Ryan, they are pitiful. Bless I mean, that is enough that they are pitiful. Quit picking on them, Dawson. Right, even if they had their quarterback, they're not the fourth best team in the country. Even if they had their quarterback, even if they get the quarterback back, Georgia's going to kill them. And that's all the better players opt out. I, that's the only thing. That's the only way that's they're going to beat I'm Georgia. Not gonna, I'm not going to write a check yet. I'm just going to hold on. There's no way. Florida State is. I watched them play Louisville, and Louisville is a sorry football team. I'm absolutely sorry football team. And it took them into the fourth quarter, I think, before they scored a touchdown on Louisville. Hey, Pro Football Focus just released their All American list, and uh, we do have Kool Aid McKinnistry there. Uh, Would imagine Dallas Turner would also be there as well. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, he's back to back, so he was All American last year. So. uh, Nice. Anyway, well, one last look. Well, listen, we, look. Go ahead. No, I was just working it in. That's all I was doing. I mean, well, Ryan, we've got, look, we've got football players, and we bring in the best football players in the country, and we do it every single year. Yes, we do. And we develop them every single year. We have we have a fine football team now. And I'm, one last thing. Well, and I just want to I want to compliment Jalen Milrow for being a game manager. I mean, that that is – Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, let me tell you what. Jalen Milrow is anything but a game manager. He manages anything. He He's a talented football player. He, he a takes, game manager is somebody that's not worth the crowd. He takes what the defense will give him. Right? That's what a great quarterback does. It doesn't have anything to do with game manager. It's all part of the game. That's part of being a but game you, manager. But when you attach game manager to it, it's just somebody that can't do much and nothing but just do what you told, boy. Howard you know, do what you told. Ellenberger said it was the greatest compliment you could ever give a quarterback. Sorry. Well, I don't care what he said. He must have been politicking for something. But uh, what McCarron is it laughed at you when you said that? But no, it was Brody Cole. Cool. Brody Crow, I think he laughed at you when you said that. And anybody knows that ain't so. But look, I don't care. My whole thing about playing Georgia and beating them was a conference crown. I didn't care. I, this idea of keeping them from having three in a row, that didn't even cross my mind. I mean, in the process well, of the real mind. prize, in the process of the real of the of the real prize, we did it. That wasn't my focus. I got to run, Dawson. We love you, and uh, hey, I I love it. I mean, (laughs) 
Well, you know what they say when you got to qualify it. Roll Tide, man. <laughs> Thank you, Nelson. We appreciate it. We'll continue with more phone calls. We've got Paul and Lincoln next up. Then we've got Jumbo. We'll take Jumbo. I haven't heard from Jumbo yesterday. We'll hear from Jumbo coming up in a couple of minutes. Keith and Helena. We'll talk with him right here. Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show. I'm Ryan Fowler. This is the game on Tide 100.9, 1230, WTBC. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Monty Bolaños. Week 14 of the NFL kicks off tomorrow with Thursday Night Football as the Steelers take on the Patriots. Pittsburgh running back Najee Harris, who has a knee injury, didn't practice for a second consecutive day, is officially listed as questionable. And the Patriots have officially ruled out running back Ramondre Stevenson. Another big matchup in Week 14, it's the Eagles and the Cowboys. Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy had surgery today for acute appendicitis. The surgery is over and the procedure went well. He still plans to coach this weekend. Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard announced that he's ready to return to action this weekend as well. The New York Jets announced that it's going to be Zach Wilson who starts on Sunday against the Texans. The Vikings are sticking with quarterback Josh Dobbs this weekend as they take on the Raiders. And Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence, who hurt his ankle during Monday Night Football, did not practice today. Let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary with unmatched quality and service, and she's focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, and Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom Gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa CBD store, right next to Ion Apartments on 15th Street. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We've got a wreck. This is on Skyland Boulevard, northbound at 3rd Avenue East in Tuscaloosa. You can expect some delays there. But the big delays are out on Rice Mine Road. we got major delays because of utility work at the intersection of Rice Mine and New Watermelon. The right turn lane onto New Watermelon Road is closed, so you'll just have to sit there. It's going to take a while. If you see other conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end clearance is on now at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray. WTBC, Tide109.com. Let's do it again. 18 national titles, 30 SEC titles, 145 first-team All-Americans. We, we expect that number will go up. We'll wait for the official announcement from the University of Alabama and what that number will exactly be. But we know that number will go up. 77 postseason appearances. We know that number will go up. I've already counted that one. 
45 postseason victories. We hope that number will go up. Four Heisman winners. The NCAA all-time scoring leader, right? And the greatest college football coach to ever walk the sidelines. We're talking a little Alabama Crimson Tide football. We're always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, Tuscaloosa Toyota.com, the lifetime powertrain warranty on any new vehicle, most pre-owned inventory as well. It's Tuscaloosa Toyota, Tuscaloosa Toyota.com. And uh, right now the inventory an all-time high in the last two and a half to three years. We talk about uh, drop by the dealership. It looks like a completely uh, just re-energized uh, inventory when you look at all the new Toyotas there at Tuscaloosa Toyota. Uh, Coleman Hutzler will become the Mississippi State uh, defensive coordinator. He was the special teams coordinator here, also the outside linebackers coach. We're going to miss him. Mm-mm-mm-mm. We're going to miss him. Uh, Caleb Downs, freshman by the SEC, freshman of the year. Will Reichard, special teams player of the year. When you break their record. And Dallas Turner, defensive player of the year. Alabama getting three players recognized. We also saw ProFootballFocus.com just a couple of minutes ago release their All-American list. And, and they're slowly kind of letting this drip out a little bit. So it's going to take them a, probably a few hours. But uh, Kool-Aid McKinnistry is already on that list. And we expect that there will be others. Let's continue right now. Let's go to Paul and Lincoln. Paul, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Doing good, Ryan. Have I, have I told you lately, Ryan, that I, that I hate the book? No, please. Yeah. Yeah. Booger McFarlane? Right, well, please. No, 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 no. I, I could care less about Booger McFarlane. I'm talking about the books. The Lee County books. Oh, man. The, you mean the six and six books? The six and six Nashville bound, Music City Bowl bound, Lee County boogers. I guess it would. That's, that's, would it be a reward? Would it be a reward to go to Nashville and not go to Birmingham? I mean, they're both not very below average bowls, but I mean that's that's huge. I mean, well, it's a big step I mean, in the right direction. I mean, I can imagine they would probably celebrate that, right? Well, I can assure you, the Troy Trojans will spend more coin in Uptown Birmingham than the Bugs did the the two trips, the two recent trips they took there. Yeah, um, I agree. You, you, you agree? You yes, agree? I do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> Ryan, listen, I, I know all about the – and by the way, Ryan, before I forget, the, the Bama fans in Georgia have come out in force uh, the last two days. We love it. The too. callers, I mean. Yes, we love it. Yeah. I, 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 I love it. Josh, yesterday, Bama Nick, Gene, Chuck today – uh, I mean, they got to be strutting like roosters over there in front of those in front of those dogs. <laughs> and and we love oh. it. We love it. So, oh, we uh, do. We do. I mean, we really do. Uh, and especially Bama Nick, you, you got to remember, Ryan. At one time, he was on that other show. He was disrespected. Uh, you know, they kicked him to the curb. Since he hooked up with you, Ryan. He has become the Muhammad Ali of talk radio. Look, look what your, your connection with him has done for him. Well, I, I mean, mean he, he's like a new he's like a new man. His first day on the job here, when we when he went in the transfer portal and we went out, and we worked on an NIL deal. He came on and he said, "Listen, we're going to take you world famous." That was his words. He's exactly, a, and he's done that. I, I remember he's fulfilled that. Fulfilled that promise, and and we're we're forever he, grateful. Exactly. 
And whenever he gets that uh, direct line to your show, just just wait till that happens. Yeah, it's, it's going to be off the charts. And, and <laughs> he said he's going to put it in. He's going to put the uh, the new line in here, and he'll have his own line. I mean, how many other shows would be willing to even accept that? Well, I mean, Ryan, there, there's not there's not many shows out there like yours. So that answers your question. And we have so, we have fun quite often. We have fun quite. We often. do. Ryan, the the last eight days or a week and a half, if you want to, say, I've gotten I've gotten more satisfaction by the reaction from the bugs so than you, anything. You live with them? Are are they really? I, well, I tell live me, with them. I live what? a Ryan. I live amongst them. Okay. <laughs> it's just Ryan. I'll, it's 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 Ryan. Listen, I know. I know this is not the what I mean. This is not heaven, Ryan. But but, and I'm not even trying to to make the comparison. But Ryan, the reaction of those of those idiots, Ryan, is abs- It's it's unbelievable. It gives me so much satisfaction to see these clowns twisted in the wind. Um, it's it has it become Ryan. It's become. It's coming. It's become an anvil around their neck, and, and they don't know what to do. They're treading water. Nick Saban has done a number on that fan base like uh, like no other. I mean, <laughs> it's glorious, Ryan. That's all I can say. It's it's just it's it's uh, it's just how I like it. I love it. And listen, listen. I, I still get irritated with with the with the likes of Tim Brando. You know, he's a, he's a, he's a clown. Um, exactly. But, uh, Ryan, the, the, the meltdown on those Auburn boards and it really hasn't stopped. I kept, I kept thinking, I kept thinking they would, they would finally turn, turn their attention to, to brother Bruce. But after they go to, to, to app state, uh, over the weekend and get hosed up there, on top of Alabama beating Georgia, Ryan, it's been an absolute cluster on their boards. And I absolutely love it. It's beautiful. It, it is. It is beautiful. It's an absolute beautiful sight to well, see. Well, I mean, and I'm not just saying this. When when they cry their tears, it, it just rejuvenates me. I mean, if I'm having yeah. like a slow moment, I just listen. And, and I got to play this. Noah, make sure this is clean. I'm going to send you... Have you heard the group out of Florida State that is now they're trying to sue ESPN and the playoffs? Have you heard this? Well, and and, and one of the um, one of the debaters in Tuscaloosa tonight is willing to give uh, give a group one million dollars to go after the NCAA. Well, you talking about Ron DeSantis? Ron DeSanctimonious. Well, he, so, he, listen, anybody that wears boots that makes them feel taller than what they really are, you know what I mean? I mean, that's... Uh, oh, yeah. I know. It's, 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 I mean, listen, I'm 5'9". There's nothing wrong with being 5'9", okay? Nothing nothing wrong. I mean, you know? it, it's just you got to live with whatever God gave you. Um, if God wanted you to be 6'5", you would have He would have put you 6'5". And I know the math. I know the math. When you look at presidents and elected presidents, so well, I mean, I guess you had to be elected president. There right. is a height thing that is like the average right. height is 
much higher. I think it's six one six two. I mean, you, you've, I mean, it, it's a proven thing when you look at presidents over the course of our. Uh, let's, let's, Ryan, let's let's put let's put the bugs on trial for just a second. Okay. 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 You know, if, if we're in the, in the court of law, and I'm uh, and, and I'm uh, the prosecute the prosecuting attorney, I'm gonna tell the jury, I find Lee County guilty of impersonating a relevant football program. I find them guilty of claiming to be something that they're not. I find them guilty of trying to prop up a human trafficker named Hugh Hefner Breeze. Guilty of all charges. Guilty as charge. Guilty as charge. And, you know, my old man used to say something. My, my old man passed away in 2006, but he used to tell me something, and he, he'd always say, and, and he, he hated Auburn just like you did, Paul. I mean, you and him would, would click. <laughs> he would always say, uh, oh, Lord, I, can't, I don't even know if I can even say this. Uh, I'm a, uh, he would always say they're not going to have a Christmas play down at Auburn. And, I mean, he would tell this same story over and over and over. And yeah. I, have you heard it? Well, no, no, no. Have you never I mean, heard it? I, I, uh, I, I, I'm going to step away because I was fixing to say something. I'm not sure it's clean yeah, or not. We need, but, Ryan, we need, we need you to stay gainfully employed. Yeah, but, okay. but he would say, uh, he'd say, they're not going to have a Christmas play down at Auburn. And I'd say, Dad, why? And he goes, well, they can't th- find three wise men. And a, oh, there you go. Yep, yeah. yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, yeah. he would want you to laugh. I mean, I laughed at that joke so many times as a kid. And then he'd, hey. go, he'd go, he'd go, <laughs> you know the biggest joke at Auburn? I mean, he'd be like, I mean, he'd, he'd get the whole room riled up. He'd, you know the biggest joke at Auburn? Have you heard the biggest joke at Auburn? Football. What is it? Huh? Football. Football. And I mean, yeah. he yeah. would, I mean, it was so you and him have a lot in common. I mean, he hated him. He hated him, uh, Paul. It was, well, we, Ryan, we just got we just got two puppies, and you know when sure. puppies they are they're wild, they eat, they drink, and they crap. <laughs> <laughs> I came in I came in from work today, Ryan, uh, mm-hmm. and there was there was little bits of Auburn laying all over. The floor. Oh, bless your heart! Mm. All over the floor in the area we keep them. You know. And I just every every time I pick one up, I say roll time. <laughs> That's all you can say. That's all you can say. Oh man! Hey, all right. Paul, I want you to hear an audio clip, okay? I want you. So no, sure. it is clean. It's clean. All right. So here we go. This is a a, a literally a website out of Florida State, and it's uh, it's War Chant, which is you say, well, what in, what in the world is that? No, it, yeah, that's the rivals, isn't it? Rivals. I, I think it is. Chance. I think yeah. it is rivals. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the way. I want you to listen to this. This is what's happening down in Florida State. This is what Paul and I are talking about. Listen to this great audio clip. You can now argue in a court that competitive yeah, disadvantage, when you talk about fine, you got a legal argument, this is evidence of it. Financial ramifications of not being able to compete in the college football playoff are massive. They're, I mean, they're humongous. They're in the eight to nine figures. Damages, you can talk about recruiting, you can talk about all the revenue coming in, merchandising, so many things that you could throw out a legal argument. I would bring lawsuit against Disney and be like, you guys did this. You went on there. You basically slandered Florida State. And there's damages that we can show right now from all the crap you did that we didn't in the playoffs. And I, you can subpoena, I subpoena all those frickin', 
committee members have depositions with them. I used to really, but the, here's the thing, Tom, the threat of that would scare the crap out of the committee, ESPN, all of them. They don't want that. <laughs> and that is on three. It's on three. War, war on chant. three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they probably were yeah. rivals on three bay ball, yeah. but war chant. There you go. So, they're delusional lunatics. That's that's all I can say. I mean, you're really that's disrespecting your school. Bobby Bowden would roll over in his grave yeah. to think yeah. that you guys have embarrassed yourself like this. Uh, wow, <laughs> Paul, thank you, man. Roll tide, Ryan, buddy. Right back to you. Hey, well, some of the things that we're doing, and, and let me. Know what? You, you got to jump in here if I'm doing it wrong. Okay, uh, we're asking people that listen to our program to submit uh, Christmas greetings, Happy New Year for 2024. You go to the app and you do the. If you're opening on the app on the phone, you got the three bars, right? You click the three bars. You go down about four or five, and it says send us a voice message. You open that up, and there is simply a big record button right there. That's and right. just like I'm going to hit this record button. Hey, this is Ryan Fowler, and I want to take just a minute to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. You don't even have to worry about it. You can hit stop. Obviously, you need to do that. And then cement recording. That's all you got to do. Yeah. That's all you have to do. And you want to do it twice. Just do do take one, take two. We'll clean it up. We'll put the best version up there. Uh, we're asking all of our listeners to uh, to do that. And we're going to kind of mix that. We're, we want to spread Christmas joy, right? We just, we, we, we love Christmas. We love this time of the year. And we know you as well. And uh, we're going to ask people like yourself to uh, submit those. And uh, you can go to the website. Tide 109 on the app. The app is the best way on your app is the easiest way. The to do easiest. That. And uh, you click the record button and send in your audio and you can do it any way uh, that you want to do. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Uh, Whatever you celebrate. Happy New Year. Uh, and, and we're going to put those into the show and we're going to put that in a rotation. And uh, we appreciate each and every one of you guys. We're going to key, excuse me, we're going to jumbo next. T Town Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live, always local, dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. The University of Alabama preparing to host News Nation's Republican primary debate in the Moody Music Building later this evening. It kicks off at 7 o'clock. And DeSantis and Ramaswamy will remain in the Druid City overnight and head to Brick and Spoon Restaurant in Timerson Square for a segment on Fox and Friends. Also, we're closely monitoring a potential weather system that could bring severe weather to our area Saturday night into Sunday morning. Get the details now by tapping our free app. The latest local news in Tuscaloosa. Hey, now. sports updates. And severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny but cool afternoon, the high today 53. A freeze likely tonight, clear with the low at 30. Tomorrow is sunny day, the high 59. And Friday, the warming trend continues, the sky partially sunny, the high Friday 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Winter Center on Tide 100.9. It's 49 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler, powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Just a good old boy. 
never meaning no harm. They told you never saw them in trouble with the law since the day they was born. I love Alabama fans. I literally love Alabama fans. Guys, you leave that music up, and we're going to let Jumbo walk up to this music. But I love Alabama fans. You know why I love Alabama fans? I literally ask people to do a Christmas greeting, okay? I ask people to do a Christmas greeting to say Merry Christmas. And the first question that I get coming out of the gate, can we trash Auburn in our Christmas wish? I said, sure. He said, okay, perfect. He said, Merry Christmas to everyone except the Calmanier technicians down on the plains. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, you can. And we will put it on the air. We'll make you famous. I wouldn't expect anything, any any less from Alabama fans. And I, I feel the same way. Let's continue. Let's go to Jumbo. Jumbo, how are you, my friend? Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. And now, step it up to the mic. He hails from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. He's six foot, 396 pounds. He is the Tuscaloosa Wrestling Association heavyweight champion, Cousin Jumbo. That's right, Cousin Woo! Jumbo. Roll Tide. Is that the way they... Roll Tide. Is that the way they introduced you? Nah, sometimes, but not, not all the time. But that was my music, though. That was awesome. Okay. Yeah, that very was cool. Awesome. Very, very cool. Very cool. Well, Jumbo, we need you to get a Christmas greeting cool. in here, too, man, at some point. <laughs> well... I mean, I, never, I hope that Cal College has a bad Christmas. I really don't care about uh, what happens down there. I can't wait uh, to get some of these audio clips. We're going to twist it so much. I mean, here my boss is asking me to do a favor, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull this off. I believe in you. All guys. right. Well, here we go. Here we go. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a good one. Everybody out there, this is the season for the reason of Christ. Have a merry Christmas and a happy New Year. Enjoy the time with your families. It's sacred time. But remember, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is the reason. There you go. Perfect. Thanks, Jumbo. Yeah. Yes. Hey, uh, now let's, Bo Nix let, let, is let, in Tuscaloosa today. <laughs> is he really? Yes. Yes. Heisman Please finals. tell me he's not going to transfer to Tuscaloosa. <laughs> no, he's here to watch his father play in the Class 7A state championship. Oh, I watched the uh, girls' flag football thing a while ago. That was that was okay, but Central Phoenix and Best uh, of the Hills, I believe. And I think it's Thompson and Phoenix City tonight. Uh, I guess so. Is it right? Seven A? Yeah. So, well, well, you know what? He wanted to know what it was like to be a champion. So, of course, he had to come see Brian Diddy. There you go. That's true. I mean, let me, let me say this, though. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, okay? If you would have ever told me, and this is really a reflection of Auburn, if you would have told me that he would have been a Heisman finalist, I'd have put you in the cuckoo ward. <laughs> he would have done it at Auburn. So, yeah, and that was the smartest thing he ever did. He got out yeah. of Auburn. So, um, well, what does that tell you? You can't be successful in Auburn. Auburn. You can't be successful no. in Auburn. It, it's... It's illegal. You can't do it. Mm -mm, not at all. Not at all. But uh, 
Yeah, I've been listening to what people had to say. It, it, I haven't seen any Georgia fans around here, and they were a few of them walking around um, with their hats on and stuff before this. But Saturday morning, and this is true, uh, Cheryl will verify this, when we went to Shoney's, we were eating. I was stuffing my face with bacon and eggs and, and uh, cheese grits and stuff like that. Here comes a couple with Georgia Bulldog shirts. And I told him, I said, roll tide. And she said, I knew somebody in here was going to give me one. And I was like, okay, well, you know, it's me. So, and then we, we talked a little bit. They were, they were a nice couple. They were pretty uh, good about it. But, uh, you know, we didn't do hardly any trash talking, but that's a true story. They uh, come by there. And so I had to take, I had to take a uh, punch at them. So, I mean, if I could take a punch at Hillcrest and Auburn, I'm going to do it. But uh, to get one in on Georgia right before the game, that was all right, too. Tell you what, I've been around this program a long time. I can't remember a 10-day period the way or, you know, from the time of 31-yard reception to where it is, you know, where we were at winning that SEC title. I mean, it, it has been it's, a um, incredible. It's remarkable. Remarkable. Robert said, uh, he said it's been a, a good week for him. And I said, of course, we're the kings of the SEC again. Nobody can touch us. We're not a no. You know, we made the playoffs. And uh, I, I don't know what's going on with this Florida State bus, but it, that's a crock of crap. I remember in 93 when the West Virginia thing and all that crap. And Danny Canale, Canale whatever his freaking name is, if I ever meet this guy, I think I'm going to have to jab slap him. He's he's a, uh, what a crybaby. Lord have mercy. I mean, give me a break, please. Give so, me a break. Well, and I give him, listen, that's his alma mater. So I give him some reason to cry. These others, not so much. Not so much. No. I mean, I mean, I give the Florida State. If you Florida State people want to cry, fine, let them cry. But these ones that are faking the outrage and oh, okay, no, come on, come on. Well, you remember the Central Florida fanatico. You know, they crowned their sales national champions. Liberty's 13-0 and takes them play in a big gold bowl game. If they win, are they going to crown their sales national champions? I mean, give me a break. You got a system, the system works. Well, I mean, when you, Alabama you, you and heard, played, Yeah, you heard those those cats a while ago talk about they were going to sue or that Florida State. Oh. And don't fall yeah. into these political traps. These politicians are the same. They they don't care about Florida State. No, they don't. They don't. They don't even care about the constituents until it's election time. True. But I think it's stupid. I mean, good grief. Um, you know, Alabama and LSU, when they played for the national title, Rob, they were the two best teams in the country. They were, by far. And, and now... The, the committee did not want to make a mistake from last year when they put TCU in there. And everybody in this country knew TCU should not have been in there. But now they've made the right decision. And it's not because I'm an Alabama fan I'm saying this. It's because at the beginning of the season, I, and, and Dawson was talking about me. I was one of the naysayers. Y'all know how I was about this team. You know what I said. I wasn't confident in them. I didn't have a lot of belief in them. But once I met a few of them, and things changed. I jumped on the wagon and I said what I said. I picked them to beat Georgia in the bowl or in the championship game, and we did. So, you know, let them. I mean, they've got they got it right. I mean, they honestly got it right. And I think the committee 
was was so scared of not getting it right that they were forced to get it right. So I'm, as an Alabama fan, I'm happy. Uh, Florida State, 13-0, that's a good accomplishment. Should they have been into the uh, playoffs? Yeah, but you know what? Wait till next year. You'll get in. And if you don't, too bad. And they better not let Georgia beat them bad. If they do, then that's going to just prove the committee right. You agree go. with that? Uh, yes. We need to validate. We need to validate the committee. The committee had our back. We've got to validate them. Yes, we do. So, with that being said, y'all have a great night. Thank you, Jumbo. Roll Tide, God bless y'all. Roll Tide. Right back to you. We will go to uh, Keith and Helena, Steve and Raleigh. We were not able to get Steve last night. Appreciate Steve for understanding and being patient. We owe a uh, makeup to you. We ran out of time in the final couple of minutes last night. Time just got up on us. Uh, we'll go to Keith and Helena, Steve and Raleigh, Elias, ESPN billboard guy. We'll get him coming up in a couple of minutes. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary with unmatched quality and service, and she's focused on helping you find the right product to fit your need. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, and Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. It's Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa CBD store, right next to Ion Apartments on 15th Street. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We've got a wreck. This is on Skyland Boulevard, northbound at 3rd Avenue East in Tuscaloosa. You can expect some delays there. But the big delays are out on Rice Mine Road. we got major delays because of utility work at the intersection of Rice Mine and New Watermelon. The right turn lane onto New Watermelon Road is closed, so you'll just have to sit there. It's going to take a while. If you see other conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end clearance is on now at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss it. I'm Captain Ray. House 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Eat Southern, be Southern. All the biscuit sandwiches, the great Southern cuisine like the bacon-wrapped meatloaf, the fish and taters. All the great sandwiches like the Yardbird, the great salads, the daily lunch and dinner specials Monday through Saturday at Southern Owl House. We've also opened up an additional part of Southern Owl House and expanded with our catering needs there to fulfill what you're looking for. 205-248-7500. Ask for Taylor. 205-248-7500. Catering from a small party to a large corporate event. Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. The best place for your high school football coverage is right here on Tide 100.9 and online on Tide100.9.com. Good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Everything's great, right? Hey, man, real fast. You got a uh, you got a microwave handy? Uh, I can. I mean, I, I can go downstairs. You need me to do something? You cook some popcorn yeah, or something? Go ahead. Warm, I need you to warm up that crow. Oh, you uh, want some please. crow? Okay, you, hold, no, hold on. No, you, no, 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 no. You need the crow. Remember, I told you to have the spirit. There you go. Me? Hey, how do you like it? Was it good? Hold on. You, you say I need crow? 
Young yeah. Man. The, la- the last conversation you and I had, it was before we played the books, and I told you that, uh, I told you, I said, have the spirit. I said, Dawson was right. You, and you said, well, let me check my check, my check account. I don't have a million dollars. I, I don't believe in the spirit. I said, Hi, if we beat Georgia, we're in. The committee put themselves in a corner. If they would have moved Georgia to number two, we wouldn't be in. But they kept them at number one. Once that was done, it was written. Well, and I also, told you. And also, think about this now. Hold on. Think about this. The initial rankings had Ohio State at number one. They did. And if that would have stayed the same, I think would have been left out too. Um, I think the committee thought that Florida State was going to lose. I also think they they thought thought Alabama was going to lose. They they did. They did. That's what I'm saying. And I was telling – I mean, I remember going with my kids. I was telling you my son's a receiver here in Helena for a football team. And and Georgia would be playing a tight game, and he'd be like, man, you know, I hope Georgia – no, you don't want Georgia to go down. I said, we've got to have them at number one. They've backed themselves in the corner. And Boo was so smitten by Alabama whenever he made the announcement. Son, you know he had a little houndstooth tile? No, I didn't. Yeah, he had a little houndstooth on him. I don't know if I'd have a Mercedes parked up at his house. <laughs> but he, we got in. But uh, I told you, man, we beat Georgia. Um, we're in. The other thing I want to say is, what do you think about Jalen Miller not being invited to New York? A little bit shocked. Um, I thought he would be a Heisman finalist. I didn't think he had a shot at winning. Um, I can't reveal Keith, and and I did not. I will tell you this. I, I, well, I'm not sure. I better I better keep my mouth shut because it's player. Right. We sign a confidentiality agreement, and that somebody will find a record of this. But I'll tell you guys Monday when I come back uh, uh, how I voted. Um, I, I'm not crazy. I'm not. I did not vote him number one. So. No, no. No. Uh, it, it's. I mean, you you look like a fool. Uh, but no, I just think he I should have been. I thought he should have been a. And I'll be very curious to see where he's at in the Heisman balloting, uh, because yeah. when you start looking at the stats and and listen, as much as I love this place, this is my alma mater. This is the school that I grew up right. rooting for. I take those crimson. I don't have glasses. I have goggles. I have crimson goggles on, and I yeah. really sit down and I do an evaluation and. I sat down. I went through the stats on Sunday evening. Went through, you know, against top twenty-five teams because I and and I hate voting at this time of the, the year. I can't stand it. it. Just it just drives me right. crazy because I want to see right. the best players against the best teams. Yes, and I mean Daniel's an unbelievable player. You know, a lot of his stats. I mean, you look at some of those teams that they played where he ran up, you know, big touchdowns about and also. I think it's closer than everybody thinks. I don't think he was far and away the best. I mean, he's a great player. Real fast, too. Uh, I'm going to predict this. Maryland takes down the Bugs to uh, and give him a losing them season. 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 Yes, we need Mike yeah. Loxley, a former OC here at Alabama, to deliver the the goods. Talia's yes. on fire. Talia's on fire, and uh, he he will he will he he's going to put the hammer down them. So good. So the Bugs will end their whole nightmare of this season. And you know, Sunday right after church, they got after church, and they were coming home so happy. And they saw Boo with a hound's tooth on, and when they announced Alabama, I think they were sadder than the Georgia fans when we beat them. Well, good. I love it when all this has been a great. This has been an awesome season. Always have faith. Dawson was right, man. Um, All right, I'm eating eating crow. I'm eating crow just for you, man. Thank you. 
Thank you, brother. Roll Tide. Thank you. Thank you. Roll Tide. Keith and Helena will break. We're going to come back. Stephen, Raleigh, uh, and then also Elias will take him. And uh, we'll also go DeAndre as well. DeAndre is going to be a part of our show. We love it when you guys participate. You guys have certainly done that last couple of days. We'll go to Stephen Raleigh, North Carolina. He's next. T-Town Tide, 100.9, WTBC. You're home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Hi, Barry. Right there on University Boulevard, 205 University Boulevard. Call ahead orders, 205-758-2455. We always like to say close enough that you can smell the championships. It used to be the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama. Now the campus has built around them. When you're talking about a great sandwich like the Nukes Q sandwich or maybe a great salad, that macaroni and cheese is outstanding. The bowl of soup, a cup of soup, as we uh, lower temps here in West Alabama, you can parlay those and you can pick a pair. Maybe it's a California-style pizza. Maybe it's the great chicken salad, the pimento cheese, catering from a small office party to a larger corporate event. Nukes Eatery, 205 University Boulevard, close enough that you can smell the championships. Go see Joel Bromfield and all the friendly folks at Nukes on University Boulevard. Liberty You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. City Music Hall, 7 p.m., December the 15th. Elvis impersonator Jerome Jackson. Uh, you can read more be- details, Tide109.com. So a great little $25 will get you in the Christmas spirit. Let me tell you about Freddy's Burger. Craving a juicy steak burger? How about a deluxe grilled cheese sandwich? Why not both? Maybe with crispy bacon, four slices of cheese, and a savory tomato sp- spread. Order our new grilled cheese steak burger through your Freddy's app online at freddys.com or visit the Alabama location nearest you. We love the one on 15th Street. Let's go to Steve in Raleigh, North Carolina. Steve, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Merry Christmas, Ryan. You were there in Titletown. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm sorry I couldn't get to you last night. My my deepest apologies. Oh, no, no, I didn't call in until 20 minutes before you show in it. So I, it's okay. Uh, we, we apologize. Um, so I'm sitting here in ACC country. Listening to these folks talk for the last four days. Now, oh, Brent, I can imagine. Oh, it's been terrible. The big old bad Alabama, University of Alabama, who I think must have been in the committee room, according to these folks. No, we paid them. I mean, I don't know if you heard of this. We paid them. I mean, we just bought the committee half. But I, I, I give you this, Ryan. In the summertime, which university in the ACC told the ACC – it's just a matter of time before we leave you. Uh, great point. Yeah. <laughs> Florida State That's sent right. the ACC. There was a letter stating that we're looking for bigger and better things than you. And there were four committee members from the ACC in that committee that had ACC background. You know, that ACC. is a great point because you think about the future of recruiting – because there's been a lot of topics about Florida State, Clemson, North Carolina. If you're one of these schools knowing the SEC's got this much power and say the ACC doesn't, would you would you jump ship? Well, I just know that the, uh, I just know that what Florida State did to them over the summer that that we have forgotten about, and that was pretty much disparaging the ACC of how Florida State is better off without them. And now they don't make it in. 
and it was the ACC that could have we could have been to twelve teams this year, but the ACC was one of the conferences that didn't want to go to twelve this year. Good point. Good point. Um, so, and they, you know, David Pollock. I do. I mean, from from the moment, from the moment, do you remember him sitting on TV last year after the national championship game, looking at Nick Saban, telling him that Georgia has taken over oh, yeah. college football. Oh. I mean, right to his face, right to Nick Saban's face. Which I thought was probably one of the – and listen, like I said, I, I love what David Pollock stands for, love his faith, love he's willing to talk about it. Uh, yeah, but, great but, faith. Yeah, yeah. but I, that comment was so disrespectful. It was so, – it just – it was not good. It, I mean, it, Well, it, no, since that comment, he's lost his job and lost to Georgia all in less than a year. Mm-mm. I'd be mad too if I was him. Me too. Me too. Steve, thank you, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Roll Tide. Right back to you. Roll Tide. Let's go to Elias. Elias, good afternoon. You're in the game. Roll Tide, Ron. How you doing? I'm good. Roll Tide, man. It's been a great day. Man, it's been hard to get on this show since we won, Saturday. We've had a victory celebration, and the more they <laughs> cry, the more we celebrate. Yes, indeed. But my thing is, why no one is mad at Michigan? Why are everybody mad at Alabama? Yeah. Another good example. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't get it. But uh, I'm proud of those guys. And, uh, hey, that, that was a good feeling. So I had a lot of military buddies that couldn't answer their phone this time. They wanted to call me when we lost the text. When I tried to call them, they wouldn't answer their phone. So <laughs> roll time. Did You see, what, have you been able to get in touch with them? Did you get them? Oh, no. They, they've been avoiding me. So it's okay. all good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I always enjoy the show, man. And, uh uh, about to go out here in a little bit to check out this uh, 7A championship game. And I uh, wanted to tell you that I got the privilege to work the 4A championship game Friday, so I'll be out there Friday on the field. Oh, very cool. That's a, that's a big accomplishment, man. I know you yes, started a few years ago, and, and here you are, man. So that's good. Congrats to you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But uh, roll tight, and I'll be calling again um, before Friday. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, let's go to uh, DeAndre. About 40 seconds. DeAndre, let it rip, man. Roll Tide, man. Roll Tide. It's been a few days. I hope all is well, man. Yeah, it's well. It's going well, man. I'm going to say this. How do you know, Ryan, when you have arrived that you got the best sports talk radio show in America? When I walk in at 2 o'clock and there's not a line and there hasn't been a line for probably about an hour. Um... Man, man, that's what I wanted to tell you, man. I've been trying to get in for a long time. <laughs> Uh, you know, days, that's when you know you got the best talk show in in, in America, man. Well, but it, I'm I, the facilitator, and and what you guys do every single day is is uh, is awesome. And uh, and I, I know I push the buttons, and we we allow you guys to jump in, man. But it, it's without you guys, I mean, I'd be sitting here talking to myself. So it's it's as much of a thank you to you guys as it is to me. Oh yeah, man, it's, it's awesome, man. And even My, when I can't get in. I just enjoy listening. So I, I'll definitely call back tomorrow. There we go. Thanks so much, DeAndre. Appreciate you, man. Pro time, man. Right back to you. I want to thank our law enforcement officers, EMTs, firefighters, first responders, highway patrol. We thank you. We salute you. We appreciate you. For Jaisha, for Noah, we always remind you that we call this program the game. And the only way that you can win the big game, the game of life, is to walk daily with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Good night, T-Town. Thank you for listening.
listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. I'm attorney Stephen Mizrano. 